Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Big Two Zero. Oh, yes. Episode 20 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. We've been around for 20 episodes now. That's, that's actually pretty impressive. Congratulations. That's why you have a beer going. That is why it's 9 a.m. and I have a beer, yes. I, I don't. I, I don't know what's going on. But anyways. Uh, of course, I'm uh, Patrick Leeson. And- oh, my God. I'm supposed to be introduced first. This is my podcast. <laughs> my name, as always, is Devin Turak. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here with my good friend, apparently not so much, Patrick Leeson. <laughs> I'm hijacking the. That's because of your beer. That's why. Bitch, it is the beer. It's totally. Uh, it's totally retarding. Uh, we started the podcast because we realized we were actually doing a whole bunch of discussion of movies and other stuff. No, no. We started this podcast today's podcast because it's 9 a.m. I have a beer. We're sitting around waiting for people to possibly show up, and uh, and we're talking about movies and so, comics and, and comics. So we thought we might as well start recording all this stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, we missed all the really good conversations, so the rest of it will probably be crap. Yeah, but we, we can get back to some stuff. We will. What, what started off was us talking about death in comics. Yes. But now, should we do the what's new? Let's go through that first. Yeah, okay, okay. Let, let's let's maintain our somewhat dubious <laughs> structure. Unfortunately, I didn't bring that piece of paper that I brought the last time we were going to record, yeah. which actually had all of the movies I've seen, so oh. I'm guaranteed I'm going to be forgetting stuff. Okay, well... We'll do another one with Paul when eventually when Paul's if and free. when he ever makes it out. Did we also have some other guy called Patrick Ramsahoy involved in these as well? Well, there's a reason why he was replaced. Yes, <laughs> that I don't think he's ever heard an episode, even the ones he was in or the ones he wasn't in. Well, yeah, but that's not saying anything because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start with the new movies you've seen, Pat. What have you seen? Uh... Kick-Ass 2, like I talked about last time, it's actually, have you seen it? I actually have not yet seen it, and it's no longer in theaters, but I may have found a copy somewhere. Okay. Well, you've seen the first one, yes. I, in fact, just recently rewatched the first one, so I could get more enjoyment out of the second, mm-hmm. which I have yet to see, actually. Okay. But, um, again, people are, are criticizing it, because, well, it's pretty much the same thing. Well, of course, like, it's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If the movie did well... You, the sequel, you just have bigger action. Sure. Why, why would you make it different? That's a risk. Yeah, it actually isn't too bad. I mean, the, again, it's a basic comic book movie. Right. So You really can't be expecting too much no. um, innovation. But there is character development okay. uh, on both sides of, you know, uh, kick, kick ass and hit girl and stuff. And it, it does show an interesting development of what happens once basic people start to say they're superheroes. Right. It does show the fact, it's, it's similar as what's going on nowadays. I mean, now you have superheroes, I'm doing the air quotes mm-hmm. here, superheroes in other cities in the States mm-hmm. who go around and try and, and, and do let's basic... Not, let's not call them superheroes, let's no, no. call them mass crime fighters. Mass crime, well, they're not even really crime fighters, they're more... Because, seriously, they're vigilantes. Right. right. And this is the thing where, yes, for comic books, it's really cool for the superheroes and stuff like that, but in real life... And that, and this is where Kick-Ass 2 does show what happens when, you know, here's your idea. Ooh, I'm a hero! Right. And here's real life with cops and laws and yeah. stuff going, no, you're a vigilante. Yeah. We don't care what you think you're doing. You're a vigilante. Yeah, especially if you take a jetpack with miniguns mounted on it and kill people with it. Yeah, well, that's just it, you know. And Hit Girl is a murderer. Well, she is. She's a psychopathic well, and, murderer. Well, that's what happens. They, they do a good job of, of showing, you know, the, the dream, right. and then 
uh, here's yeah, cold reality slapping you in the face. Yeah, so, here, here's what happens when you try to bring it into real so life. I liked it, and it was overall pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I haven't seen too many new movies. Like, I missed Pacific Rim, which I wanted to see. <gasps> I know. I mean, I'm sorry. Giant robots fighting, fighting giant, giant aliens. aliens. People are like, oh, the dialogue's not too good. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> it's giant robots versus giant aliens. I don't need more. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they said Un- the, the Unfortunately, were, unfortunately, that has some enormous plot hole loops oh, I can that, that, like, they're in- inexcusable. Yeah. They're so bad. And see, I know people are going to diss me going, well, you dissed Avatar so much. Why? Yeah. Okay, again, <laughs> yeah. different type of movies. Correct. <laughs> Pacific Rim, giant robots versus giant aliens. Yeah, it has a, a, it has a, a very specific <laughs> and very simple uh, storyline to it. The rest of it is all just filler. Any scene that's not giant robots fighting against monsters is just filler. And therefore, it doesn't even need to make sense because once you get past that filler, what do you have left? That's right. Nothing. Giant robots and giant giant aliens. aliens. And that's all you need in a movie about giant robots and giant aliens. Exactly. Oh, time for beer. Time for beer. Cheers. Cheers? Well, I hate to see a friend drink alone. I know. It's a terrible thing. No one should have to suffer that way. Um, Other than that, I've been... uh, Watching some TV shows sure. on uh, Lie to Me, which was a good sh- series with Tim Roth. doesn't really fit into our bailiwick, though. No, 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 but I'm just saying that's what the stuff I've been watching, the new okay. stuff. Um, and actually re-watching a lot of Buffy. Now, that does fit. I was recently talking to someone who had never seen uh, a single movie or a TV show by Joss Whedon. Really? Didn't even know who Joss Whedon was. Wow, that's... Yeah. That's and I said, amazing. I will educate you. And she calls herself a nerd. How could or she sorry, a, she calls herself a geek. How she consider herself a geek and never? Heard I know. Of it. Like, I guess she likes sci-fi stuff. So Firefly. I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna start her up with with Firefly. Uh, Buffy. Jericho, I don't know. Was it no, not Jericho, but he yeah. had the other one. Um, uh, Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Yeah. It's like he's done a lot. Oh, he has. He's done an incredible amount of stuff. Anyway, so I'm gonna start her out with uh, Firefly. Okay. Because she says she likes sci-fi. So and, we'll, and, we'll see. And well, so it's only 13 shows. And it's only 13 episodes. plus the movie. 13 episodes, Which yes. makes me sad. It is. Well, again, but it was it, it was a well-done show. But anyway, so I've been re-watching Buffy. I'm up okay. to the final season now, season seven. Ah, with Mel. With Mel. Or sorry, with... Uh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Yes. As the, the mad preacher. Yeah. And uh, it, I'm not in that part yet, but you know, it, I, I, I know I get people dissing because Buffy is very basic, but it actually worked well. Wait, where are you watching these? On my Netflix, my laptop. Oh, Netflix, okay. Because I remember you borrowed my entire collection. Yes. To uh, to, to watch, watch with yeah. your niece. Yeah. And, but then I, like, I got caught up watching again. Mm-hmm. And other than that, well, just the... That's, that's it for sci-fi type movies that okay. I've seen. I have seen an incredible oh. amount of sci-fi movies. Sorry, I, I lied. Oblivion. I, I watched Oblivion right. with Tom Cruise. And again... Plot holes, yeah, um, a fair amount, yeah. But overall, for a Friday night movie where you just you know, if you don't want to think too much, yeah. just watch this. Although that is more of a thinking movie than you'd want because there isn't a lot of action in it. Yeah, there there are scenes that are filled with action, but a lot of it is just. And, but it's not, it's not even character development; it's just emptiness. But that, and that exactly, and that's where you start to go. Well, wait, if the why did the aliens wait ten years before they came to? I'm sure there are oh, ways you can explain anything. That, but that's what I mean. That's when you start getting into a whole bunch of 
way. Yeah. And but it, it worked for me. So yeah. You, you, yeah. I know you've watched a whole bunch. Oh my god! And, and to the point where I don't even know if I'll even remember half the movies that I've seen. Yeah. And you know, later on, I think well, like, saw, oh, I should have talked about this, and oh, I should have talked about that. I did see Elysium. And uh, that's the same guy who did District 9. Yes, and it has the same kind of look as as District 9 when you're on the planet. And of course, when you're in Elysium, the, the floating space station above yeah. the Earth, obviously it's it has to be completely different because it's meant to be... Well, it's the, the rich versus the have yeah. versus the have-nots and all that stuff, so it's... Right. And a lot of people are going, you know, this whole thing could have been saved by putting... Uh, there, there are these magic beds where they... they purge you of all bad yeah. things so you can potentially live forever like it re- regrows cells and stuff and it gets it diagnoses any of your um, any of your ailments and it eradicates them immediately oh, that's pretty good. through like gene therapy or whatever yeah. and they say you know if they had just one of these on the planet then you know everything there would get better no it wouldn't but my uh, argument with that is and I haven't had a chance to voice this so I'm really glad we're doing this today is that if you did that, there's already a population crisis. Mm. And all of a sudden, if everybody was living forever, well, you, th- you would not be able to who sustain would control that. it. Right. But who would control the bed? Seriously. And and, that, and I don't want to I don't want to ruin the end of the movie, but okay. beds get sent is all I'm saying. Well, the thing is, though, for me is like, okay, if there's only one or two, right, well, that becomes a control issue. Absolutely. And also, like, who determines who gets to use it first? Yeah. Well, the nine-year-old girl or the fifty-year-old guy? Right. Well. It should be the nine-year-old girl. No, it should be the fifty-year-old guy. He he contributes more to society. No, he does. But eventually, in the future, but and but that's it. He right. would not die, so he would be able to continue. Going exactly. Out. And but then again, again, who would control it? Mm-hmm. Government. How do you yeah. feed a blossoming population if well, no one dies? Exactly. I mean, look at us right now. We already. Ha- I, I know there's enough there. As they say, there is enough food to be distributed around if we did it differently. You mean if we weren't. Uh, over-consuming assholes in, in North America? Right. Or the West yeah, in exactly. general? But it just shows right now mm-hmm. there are people starving that sh- shouldn't be. Correct. But how would it be different with a bed that turns, oh my God, I can be free of any disease? People would be killing for this. Yeah, and, and, they, and they, do. they do. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the they do. Okay, so, but that's what I wanted to ask about because uh, with Matt Damon and that, so. Uh, the movie itself, if you're talking about the action sequences, the uh, the dialogue, the cinematography, all well done. Mm-hmm. But plot has serious issues, yeah. again. Oh, yeah. L- I, I, like your not regular comment about any movie that, get, that gets made, billions of dollars are pumped into effects, into hiring of actors, no one puts money into script. Yeah. And script is where a movie lives and dies. Exactly. It's very important. I mean, yeah. like I said, Avatar looked great, Stupid movie, but then you get movies. Avatar was a vapid movie, that, which that's has its problem. Lower production, but a better writer. Sure, you know, like okay, Serenity, Serenity, Josh Whedon. Although that had a pretty high budget, and its special effects were fantastic. Right, but also it had a story, yeah. which is why it's a way better movie than Avatar will ever be. Yeah, you know, and it unfortunately didn't get as popular as Avatar. Hmm. Harder sell, but. Uh, I was going to say for the what's new things. Also in the news, should we talk about you know the elephant in the room about you know Batman? Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about okay. that. So I'm sure. Although not you, now. No. Not now. Oh, we're we're still in uh, uh, in in hobby. We're not in news and rumors. Okay, sorry. That's a whole separate section altogether. Okay, so so <laughs> we will get to. So that's the what's new then. That's that. That's in in news and rooms. Computer yes. games. I haven't been really playing any because I don't really have. I any. haven't even finished the movies. Oh shit! There's. I more? haven't even started the movies yet. Holy fuck, dude! I saw Riddick. 
Oh, you did? I did. Pitch back, as they say. Well, <laughs> it's... Give me some pitch back. Give me some pitch back. It's, it's way, of course, it's it's not Chronicles of Riddick. It's it's trying to, to go back okay. to the roots well, of Chronicles Pitch Black. Chronicles of Riddick, yes. I hate this, because it, Chronicles of Riddick was basically Conan in space. Almost. A little, yeah. It, 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 because he will, he admit Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of his idols. idols. Sure. And you can see the influence for the Conan sort of genre sure. in Chronicles of Riddick. But Riddick goes back to the roots. Correct. Of, it goes back to its original Pitch Black. But unfortunately, it doesn't have the the real suspense that Pitch Black had. However, it does introduce a whole new cast of characters that are these mercenaries hunting him down. Yeah. And those guys, and the interaction between the two groups of mercenaries, is really well done. And one of the groups of mercenaries has the woman who plays Starbuck, whose name I can't remember for some reason. Oh, from the remake of the Battlestar Galactica? Correct. I know, I, I, I have huge issues with the show, I don't have any issues with, with her. No, 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 she's a And the best part of that movie was when she took her top off. <laughs> and you get to see at least her just superb breast, even if it's only in profile view. And that was enough to and make that superb? movie... Dude, they are real and they are magnificent. <laughs> and anyone who is a uh, either a Terry Hatcher fan or a Superman and, or a Lois and Clark fan or a Seinfeld fan or a yes, Seinfeld fan, yes, because we'll we'll get that joke. <laughs> oh my god, they're so good! And you only see it for like a split second, but it was enough to make that movie go from an average movie to an amazing movie. Well, okay. So, I mean, that's one another one I want to, uh, to watch. Riddick actually is quite enjoyable, though. Of, of all the movies that I've seen in the past, say, two months, mm-hmm. of all the sci-fi movies I've seen mm-hmm. in the last two months, that's probably my favorite. Well, I'm hoping that once October comes around, I'll have more disposable income and more time, so I'll be able to catch up on much more movies. Sure. You are there more, or is that it? Um, there are more. But, unfortunately, I can't think okay. of well, them We'll, we'll wait for the next, number 21, with hopefully Paul. Maybe. Okay, so what's... That? Okay. Next. Video games. Video games. You want to start talking about video games? I haven't been really playing any because I don't have really the computer anymore or the PlayStation, so I have not been playing any games at all. I, on the other hand, have been playing nothing but games, as, as I normally do. Um, recently, I got into... They, there was a new release of Splinter Cell Blacklist. Yes. And that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And Splinter Cell is just... It's, it's, it's always been one of my favorite games because yeah. it's not just a straight shooter combat game. It's a sneaky, sneaky, I'm hiding in the bushes and I assassinate people and from cover. you're supposed to stay hidden yes. and not be safe. Yeah, when you, you start going um, like full bore uh, assault mode, which is, like, basically it, it gives you three options of how you want to play the game. And you can switch back and forth between any of these. Mm-hmm. So there's the ghost style, which is your just sneaky, you're, you're knocking people unconscious using uh, smoke grenades, not smoke grenades, but uh, like sleep, sleep grenades, yeah. or you, um, or you, you know, grab them from behind and knock them unconscious by hand, 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 that's the ghost style. But like, no one even knows you're there. Yeah. Then there's panther style, where you're still, you're, you're killing people this time, and you're doing it from, from cover when people can't yeah. see you, but you're doing it with weapons. And you're using things like flashbangs to stun them before you kill them. And then there's assault style where you're just your weapons aren't silenced. No subtle And you're all. kicking down your your explosions, you're tossing grenades, you're yeah. setting up mines, people are flying all over the place, their body parts get hacked to pieces, you're killing people with your with your sneak attacks. So 
those are the three different styles. You can kind of flip back and forth between them. But if you start playing Assault, you are going hardcore. And if there's more than one or two guys coming against you, you will die. It's almost impossible to kill people using Assault style. Well, yeah, because it's good, I guess, at certain times. But Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, if I'm actually kicking a door, there's a bunch of mercenaries there. They have guns, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they do, and they love to use them. And I was playing it on not the highest setting, but the second highest setting. So you were called, getting blacked. Oh my god! It, it was it was. You take maybe two or three shots if you have, if you've maxed out your armor or your your suit towards armor. That's not a thing. You have you have full um, compa- uh, not compatibility. Um, uh, you have control over what you wear, what weapons you take, oh, and, so you and what sort of upgrades you put into your weapons. So, does your weapon have a silencer? Well, some some guns. Don't even have the capability of silencers. No, exactly. It, it, it's like, yeah, uh, it's just not. It makes no right. sense. Right, and some have silencers built into them, yeah. so you don't have to pay for that upgrade. It's for free. And then, you know, do you want to use uh, um, anti-armor ammo, where it's good against people who are in suits, or do you want to use, like, say, a slower velocity ammo, which is more silent? So you you have control but it over that work kind of thing. Against, against people in armor because it's right, right, it's, it's less useful, less useful against people in armor. Yeah. So you you have full control over how you want to gear your guy. That's pretty good. That's pretty. And good. when it comes to your suit, yeah. you there are different styles that you can use, and there are different things you can put into. Well, so yeah. you can gear yourself towards stealth, right. or you can gear because yourself you towards armor. armor. Exactly. Yeah, because if you're heavy armored, you're not you're not silent at all. You are making a lot of noise as like you you still get to. Crawl behind or crawl behind a guy and sneak yeah. up behind There's him. No fast but he will, he yeah. will hear you. you no, know that. There's also no fast movement yeah. in that. I'm gonna run across the. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of that too. So I, I tend to play a more stealth ghost style. So I don't, I don't take like unsilenced weapons. I don't go towards armor. I'm more fully towards stealth, which means I'll take maybe two shots, three yeah. shots before he's dead. Well, yeah, because. Yeah. Oh, look, I've got paper mache for. Well, yeah, exactly. it's, it's meant for stealth, exactly. mode, not to stop bullets. And then, once once I finish that, I've now gone back, and, like, I have the entire collection. Oh, so you're now going and redoing the... Now I'm going back. I've started from the very first one, and okay. I, I remember just, like, it was a brilliant game, but it was so different. You don't have gear, you don't have gadgets where you're throwing smoke bombs and stuff, you just have a pistol, <laughs> and the pistol doesn't even aim very well. Oh, so. Shoot. Shooting out lights from distance, which is something you I love to do in the in the the newer versions of the game. But realistically, it's very a lot easy. harder to do in the original because it was boring. It's more realistic. It's just a little more realistic. Because yeah. seriously, yeah, I got a pistol and I'm shooting something long range. Yeah, yeah. and it has a silencer on it, so that even degraded its range. Well, you, yeah, yeah. Good, good series of games. They're probably the, uh, my favorite series of games. What's that? I saw a uh, friend Steve play that one where. Saints Row or whatever it is. There's a new Saints Row. One. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. But I've never actually played the game. Yeah, but it's a tongue-in-cheek one where like there's aliens there and you get superhero powers and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, it, it's all okay. tongue-in-cheek though, right? Okay. Um, sort of a, like the newer ones, sort of like uh, it's in the Matrix. Like the aliens have taken over, but it's it's like a virtual reality sort of thing. So you're trying to break free. I didn't. I only saw parts of it. So I, I thought you were a gangster though. Like you're all you're like this big muscle tatted tatted up guy. You can be, but but it's you're fighting aliens. Oh, you're, oh, you're trying okay. to break their control of that. I thought it was like a gangland warfare no. type thing. No. <laughs> okay, no. um, that's pretty much it, I think, for video games. Well, um, I'm trying to think. There, there's a new patch that came out for XCOM. 
which is supposed to be pretty good. Well, I like that. And they've, they've announced that there's a new, um, a new uh, expansion coming out for it, too. Oh. Right. I'm not quite sure what it's supposed to do, but it's supposed to give you, I guess, more control... I don't know. Well, see, I, I'm a big, I'm still a PC gamer fan because yeah. I find the mouse, you get a lot more control with the mouse Absolutely. than you do with a console game. Especially for the shooter games. Trying to aim with a console, you can do, but if you ever, if you ever go up against someone who's actually with a mouse, yeah, you're dead. you realize the difference. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, even using like a joystick and stuff, I'd much rather use mouse and, uh, yeah. mouse and keyboard. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, and like I said, yeah, you see the difference when you're playing someone with that, because, well, they're much more accurate. <laughs> oh, I also have, uh, they released the Space Hulk game, I oh. think since our last podcast. Right. And that, well, if you ever played the original Space Hulk, it's as brutal as the original well, Space Hulk. Well, I played Hulk the original, is. like, not computer game, but I played the original the board, board game. game. No, no, oh, yeah. and, and, and this has all of the board game missions. Oh, good. Oh, and it was brutal. It well, is look, very brutal. Here come the Tyranids. Well, they were they were called the Gene Stealers at the time. No, they're still called Gene Stealers. Okay. Their Gene Stealers are just a subsect of, of Tyranids. Yeah, but it was just like, oh, <laughs> open the door and there's six, six Gene Stealers. <laughs> I hope you have a flavor, yeah. otherwise you will die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gun jammed. Yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. It was brutal. It and, was and this is just as brutal. Well, and because, because of the way they set it up, you could do the same scenario multiple times. It would be different setups because yeah. the layout. You put the the, the card, uh, the the deck plating down, or no, that's not the original. That no, that, the, that's the original yeah. too. But but the specific missions have very specific layouts on how the deck looks. Yes. So it it limits uh, the the like the playthrough ability. I guess you yeah. could say. But if you did your own, just like here, you you can't randomly also play. Yeah, that and that yeah. would be like you could you keep doing it over and over. But yeah. yeah, brutal. Um, but they announced a new Deathwing, or sorry, they, they announced a new Space Hulk movie, or video game coming out as oh. well, called Space Hulk Deathwing, Ooh. where it's more of a first-person shooter, it's not the tactical, here's your squad, oh, and well, apparently... Well, similar to the Space Marine one, then, I guess. Right, right, it's more, more closer, I think, to Space Marine. And then they announced another game, which now I can't remember the name of, but it's on our Facebook site, those of you who are interested... Um, Those who are actually listening to us, right? Where it's again a tactical game, but it somehow incorporates uh, collectible cards into it. It's a, it's a video game, and and as I said, um, I don't know if I said it there in our on our Facebook site, but I I was I was talking to others about it online, and my comment was, um, while I try to shy away from collectible card type things, depend depending on how you accumulate it, like if you could accumulate those cards. Just by playing the game, yeah. and it comes to you naturally, or you accumulate cash in the game, which you use to buy the cards, I have no problem with that. But you don't want people being able to just go, and I've got a but, bank account. And right. Center. If they start incorporating microtransactions as the only way to get the cards, yeah. then I'm out. Yeah, no, because, well, a lot of game things are doing that, and it's like, it's unfair. Because, like, I'm sorry, I'm not about to put that much money into right. the game. Like. I have other stuff I want to do. But just because you're unwilling to do that doesn't mean you shouldn't get to actually have, still, have full enjoyment. If I'm still willing to play the game, right. I still should get rewards. Right. Now, and, right. And if you can buy, if you can purchase everything you can through cash, but from in-game currency yes, as well, currency, yeah. and it just takes you a bit longer to accumulate the currency, I'm okay with it. And in fact, I'm doing that right now, playing this game on my phone and my iPad called um, 
uh, Injustice. It's the Injustice oh, right. fighting game yes. that they came out with yeah, exactly. for the consoles. If you, have, if you have money, you can buy the better things right away, but you can still get it doing the grunt. It right. just takes longer. Right. So in in the in the the, the iOS game, uh, you, all of your characters come as cards. So Superman, there's like four or five different Superman cards. Yeah. There's three or four different Batman cards. There's three or four different Flash cards. And all of them are at different, are varying levels. So there's like silver, bronze, and gold level. And gold level, obviously, are the most powerful. And even if you had like a max level uh, bronze guy, you'll still be able to delete him, de defeat him with like, you say, a level 10 uh, gold guy. Because, well, because the gold, gold is that the much power level right. different. Yeah. Right. So we're talking Superman against um, uh, Green Lantern. Although, no, I don't no, know. no, 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 more like uh, maybe Hawkman or yeah. the Blue Beetle. Right, right. Lower, lower power levels. Here. Yeah, well, it'd be, yeah, again, say Hulk versus Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, look, you've got cute bows yeah. and arrows. That's, that's really nice. But anyway, so you as you fight in the game, like they give you a certain number of starting cards, and then there are, like say, 40 or 50 different missions or um a series of fights that you do. Mm. So each series of fights has between three and five fights, usually against three other opponents of varying power levels. So the, the first set of, say, ten are against power levels like one to ten, and then like twenty to thirty, thirty to forty, that sort of thing. Forty is your max level. And so for each, each character, uh, as you play them through the game, you gain experience, you gain but, levels. But you can also short-track that by buying. You can also short-track it by buying in-game currency with cash. So if you want to spend $100, you get more than a million in-game gold, oh. which you then can use to buy every uh, character and then max them out. Right. So, But you still have to play the game to gain levels, which, okay, so that's, which that's is so cool. So and, like it's... and as you play the game and gain levels, they're giving you cash in return. Okay. So then you can... Like, say, you, you play for two or three days, you accumulate enough money to buy a pack of cards, which then has one character, one gold character in it, okay. and then that's how so you get So at least you them. still have the option right. by playing. I mean, it takes longer. Which it takes be much longer. It can still be annoying, but at least the option's there, as opposed to some games where all it is is microtransactions right. for certain things, and right. you're like, wait... I don't, I'm not willing to spend the money, but if I don't do it, I can't get the higher options. Correct. That's unfair. Those are the games I refuse to play any longer. Okay, so at least Injustice gives you that option. Yeah, Marvel, and... Marvel Heroes is the same thing. And it's a fun game. Marvel Heroes is going to be the same. Marvel, okay, Marvel Heroes, not, it's not a console game, it's not an iOS game, it's an actual PC game. Yes. And I, I do have an account, and I have played it, and I've gotten... Like, they start you off, I think, with two characters. Yeah. And, but... It's random which characters you start off with. Oh, so if, if you're not happy with the characters you start off with, you have to buy additional characters oh, see, using real money. And now, now they've they've now introduced an in-game uh, random drop where if you combine like thirty of them, yeah. then you could put together a a character. Okay. So you, then you can unlock a new character with it. But still. But it's incredibly expensive. Yeah, and that's and it, it, we're already spending the money. And yeah. like, like uh, Marvel Heroes, from what I understood, was more set for the money aspect. Absolutely, it's one hundred percent geared towards you have to spend cash to get this. These yeah, guys. and I, I refuse to play that sort of Yeah, and it's also a Diablo style game where you have like a, a tree of um, of abilities that you can put points into as you yeah. level up. And then, but you and, you can only put like four on your bar. But see, here's where I have a problem for 
some superhero ones starting with that. You got Superman. Yeah. There is no trait. He is super strong, super powerful, super... Th- it, but this is them basically at, at starting out from scratch, and you have to gain abilities and gain powers. He's still Superman. I know. It's like the Incredible Hulk. Okay, I'm super strong, super invulnerable, uh, period. Yeah, but you don't... You start off as a, a level one guy, and you have to fight your way up but and you gain sh- experience. But okay. I, I, I understand what you're saying. The, the concept of, like, but you, the Hulk you has can't, to fight thugs. You can't uh, have a video game like that. No, I know. It, you can't have a video game where there's such varying power levels know, between characters. Right, because no one would play Hawkeye okay, when you right. have the option of playing the Hulk. Yeah, I know. Well, I know that's, that's what I'm saying. That's where the failure for trying to... It, it's hard to come up with things for video games where you develop. Right. It's same as if you're trying to do a, a role-playing game right. with the ones like there's they've come up with the DC games and stuff like that. Where okay, you're I haven't seen the new one, but the original DC game when you're making it, uh, sorry, this is a tangent, but no, it's fine. Um, you'd have so many hero points to build your character with, right? You're like, oh, cool, I can build my hero. Then you look at Batman. Okay, your your starting character mm-hmm. was 450 hero points. 450 okay. hero points. That seems like a lot. And then you looked at Batman, who was over 4,000. <laughs> Which, okay, makes it because he has developed, he's got the money and stuff like that, okay? Then you look at Superman, who's close to 10,000. Um, uh, okay, this isn't... Yeah. Like, whereas in Marvel superhero games, mm-hmm. you could play one of the existing characters. Mm-hmm. And you'd say, I want to play Wolverine. Here's Wolverine as he was at the time. Mm-hmm. Bingo. You've got all his powers, you got all this. You can what they allow you to do is learn uh, what they call stunts or but like same with like the Hulk. It's like yes, I'm big and strong, but he learned how to do these the, the sound wave clap right. and other stuff. Which So their their stats didn't improve, their ability didn't improve, right. but they learned how to do new tricks. Exactly. Right. Which is cool. Which which is really the only way you can put together a game with existing heroes at the power levels. Exactly. You have to learn like little twerks and, 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 and tweaks to make things different. Right. Which sort of worked. So you're still improving, you're still gaining experience, quote-unquote. But you're not becoming stronger. Yeah, but you're not getting better, you're just learning new things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's the computer game thing, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what other games, like every once in a while I'll dip back into Skyrim for a bit, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um... So, uh, we're done for the what's new. Uh, no, I oh, think oh, we're, we're, we're done for uh, our, our weekend hobby, as we call right. it. Yes. So now we can get into news and rumors. News and rumors. Well, there's the big one, the elephant in the okay, room. Okay, so... Batman. They've announced the new, uh, the new Superman movie, or the, the sequel to Man of Steel. They did it at the uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And they did it by reading a line from... Thought of Alone. Yeah, it's, it's, one of, uh, it's one of the speeches... That Batman gives to Superman in Frank Miller's Dark Knight. Oh, really? Or Dark Knight Returns. What's the line? Oh, I don't remember the whole thing, but it's like, uh, know that it's me with, with, with my fingers around your neck. Oh, really? Life oh, out of okay, you. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Batman's good. line to Superman as he's about to beat the crap out of him. And so they're reading it. There's a guy reading it on the stage. And then all of a sudden, behind him on the big projector, you see the Superman logo, the Man of Steel logo, the Superman logo. Yeah. And then... And then the, the Batman music plays, and they superimpose the Batman nice. symbol behind Very it, well or in done. front of it. Yeah. yeah, so it was really, really well done reveal. And then they follow up with... 
announcing uh, Ben Affleck, Affleck as the new Batman, and of course the internet erupts in outroar. Yes, well the fanboys can go suck it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like I said, people were around when they said Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton as yeah, Batman, yeah. and okay, they got. Warner Brothers got 50,000 letters. Right. Not internet postings. Yeah, the, letters. Remember, this is back in the days when there was no internet. Yeah. People, you found out this information through Entertainment Tonight, I guess, on Tonight, TV. And then or uh, the uh, Wiz magazine, that yeah. sort of thing. You don't, like, you waited months, though, to get any amount of information. Yes. A lot of it was through word of mouth that somebody read something somewhere. But there's no online. There's no, no immediate feedback. Nope. And people who were outraged sat down, wrote a letter, and, and mailed it to the uh, the executives. Yeah. So 50,000 letters. Yeah. Which like, would be millions upon internet things, at least. Right. Because, yeah, these are 50,000 people that took the time to write a letter, to write a letter, and mail it. Yeah. And Michael Keaton did a good job. He, I think, he, Michael Keaton may be my favorite Batman. Yeah. Oh, sorry, maybe my favorite Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yes. Because um, Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight mm-hmm. with... Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yes. Uh, that is a Dark Knight. Different, different flavors. See, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, because this is where people don't care. It's like, Batman, again, they're like, oh, Batman's like this or this. Well, no, Batman was originally a psychopath in the comics. Like, the original 1940s comics. Okay. He was <laughs> crazy. Okay. And then it got, started getting sillier and campier until you ended up with... Yeah, in the, the 70s, they had the TV show with the crazy camp. Yes. Well, that was the 60s. Was it 60s? Yeah. I thought it was 70s. Adam West and that with the... Yeah. Adam the West altar, was... The altar camp. And you know what? Those are still, to this day, enjoyable to watch. Oh, they are. They're then, incredibly campy, you're right. Oh, they are. But they're then, so much fun. And then Tim Burton came out with his image of what Batman was. Right. And, and at that point, when people saw that first Batman movie... And remember, this is the time before superhero movies. This was the first it was. superhero movie on the big screen. Batman. Oh, no, they, you're right. They, they made the Batman, the campy Batman okay, into okay, a but movie. you're right. It was the first modern right. retelling of a superhero. Right. And the one of the things that was the best is the teasers. They never for the trailers. They right. never give a full trailer. Right. Of Batman. All it was was pretty much the symbol. Yeah. That was what you got, mm-hmm. which whetted everybody's ap- right. appetite. They're like, "Oh my god, Batman's going to come out as a movie." Yeah. And but you didn't know what kind of Batman it was going to nope. be. You're like, all we no, have no. as a reference is the old 1970, and then all of a sudden this darkness came. Well, so you can hear Jack Nicholson as a Joker, and Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And, 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 again, outrage. Outrage. But, as it turned out, and uh, and it's funny, Kevin Smith does a podcast called Fat Man on Batman, yes. where all he talks about is the various Batman franchises throughout time. He sometimes will dip into Superman, because there's a lot of crossover there's between the two. There's a lot of crossover there. And every once in a while, he'll, like, he'll bring on the people who were in charge, like Paul Dini, who created... The, uh, the Batman animated cartoon, oh, which yeah, was, which again, brilliant. Like, so well done. Mark Hamill's voice of Joker. Mark, Mark Hamill is the voice of Joker. Joker. Um, uh, Kevin Conley, I think, is the, the voice of Batman. Yeah. Anyway, so he had a whole thing about the original Tim Burton Batman, I think, on the, the latest episode, the last two episodes. Okay. And he was talking about how when that movie came out, it was the equivalent of Star Wars. Like, yes. Star Wars to be to the sci-fi genre, is the equivalent of Batman to the superhero genre. So it was groundbreaking. It was... And and unfortunately, since all people had 
to uh, compare it to was the Adam West 1970s Batman. I'm going to keep calling it 1970 because I'm sure it was 70s. Um, anyway, so since that's all they had to compare it to, people were shocked when they saw this movie. Like, they came out of it stunned. Yeah, well, it was. It was I mean, it's still a little bit of camp. Uh, yeah, sure. A bit because you're dealing and, with the Joker. And, yeah, and there are one-liners, yeah. and Jack but Nicholson again, hams it up. Oh, he does, but it's you're dealing with the Joker. Yeah. So there was... There was a the touch to the, the 60s, sure. 60s uh, campiness, <laughs> but it still was an interesting take yeah. on it. and it was dark. It was dark. Oh, it was yes. Com- so dark. And then, like, from there, it... It, it got back to cheesy, well, especially with the fourth Val one. Val Kilmer, I thought, did all... Val, Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer was okay. But again, but people were, were bitching. Oh, Val Kilmer, how can he follow up like... Right, he's a pretty boy. How can he, how he, can he play he did a different. He, he did a different take sure. on the Bruce Wayne Batman idea. Yep. And, and it worked. I mean, it's still I don't still don't like it as well as the the, the Tim Burton Michael yeah. Keaton one. But I thought he was well, much better than George Clooney. Because uh, by the time you started getting George Clooney, it starts being just Clooney was for Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Val Kilmer was the third one. Yeah, yeah. And then and it was then... George fourth for the fifth one, which with the the bat nipples. No, there's no five. There's only four, right? Uh, Batman, Batman Returns. The one with Michael... Uh, two with Michael Keaton. Yeah, the first two with Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer. Then one with Val Kilmer, that was the third one. And the fourth one was Clooney against... No, that uh, was... Against Mr. Freeze. No, the first one with George Clooney was against the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Two-Face. Two-Face. No, Two-Face was Val Kilmer. Was? I think so. You know what we're gonna have to do? Yeah, you have to go to the internet because we're recording. IMDb. On, we're recording on my phone right now, so I don't have the internet. Right. So I didn't bring my iPad. We are gonna look at uh, Val Kilmer. And I'll probably cut this part out. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so we're doing a search. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, just just look up um, 1980. Well, no, I'm going through his list because it'll have the movies he did. Holy crap! Val Kilmer's been doing a lot. Sure. Jesus Christ. He's, a, he's actually a pretty good actor. He's been doing a lot. Um, actually, The Saint is another one I didn't mind of his. Batman Forever. Right. Batman Forever. Is he a friend of yours? Nope. Okay. Oh, you're right. Uh, okay, so cut back. Okay. You're right. Uh, Batman Forever is the one with Jim Carrey as a Riddler. And Tommy Lee Jones as uh, Two Face. Mm-hmm. So then, and that's Val Kilmer. That's Val Kilmer. And, and that then, was the third movie. That was yeah. And then George Clooney, you're right, was the fourth called, movie, which almost with killed Mister Freeze. Yeah, with friggin' and it, that did that killed the franchise. Yeah. And they didn't make another Batman movie for fifteen it, years. Yeah, and but it, and because by that time with George Clooney, it was back to the, the campiness, but yeah. over the top, and people weren't. Didn't want the campiness anymore, right? Because at this point in time, comics started to get a little bit of an edge again, mm-hmm. and they, well, besides was bad dialogue, bad writing, friggin', like a back credit card it would have worked in the sixties with the yeah. campiness, but people nowadays are like what? Yeah. And the bat nipples. Or I think you make more of a deal out of that than most. people. A lot of people know. A lot of people talk about the bat nipples. Okay. Anyways. Anyway. Um, but then, nothing for until uh, Chris Nolan. Until Chris Nolan. Who took the flavor of Frank Miller's Dark Knight. Well, and, a little. And like, also and, and, Batman Year One and stuff like that. Right. Where it, Batman is the edgy 
real dark energy. Form. Yeah, but then they changed the whole background, and Raj Al Ghul all of a oh, sudden yeah, started so getting uh, involved. Well, and... he was he was there through the comics as well. He, he was, he but did. not he wasn't the one who trained Batman. No, no, exactly. It's, it's one of these ones again where, but I, you know, like again, I can rewrite stuff. Um, so, anyways, we were going. On, so then, when they announced, yes. Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. people are like, oh my god, how can Ben Affleck do it? He sucked at Daredevil. Which, we know, he didn't actually suck at Daredevil. I mean, Daredevil wasn't a great movie. I, I have very little But I've heard the Daredevil, that's, that's a problem. The, 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 I've heard the special director's cut of Daredevil is actually yeah. better. The, the, the director's cut just um, changes a bit of the... It doesn't change the... The movie itself, as much as just moves some stuff around, yeah. and uh, there are some scenes that got cut that are introduced back into it that mm-hmm. I guess round out the characters a bit more. Um, I don't really have a problem with with um, with Ben Affleck as uh, Matt, Matt Murdock. No, exactly. He did a good job. Like as Daredevil, I don't mm-hmm. think as well, but he did okay for uh, Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Now, like again. A lot of people hate on actors, and I'll bring you up for this one, Devram, for movies that have bad writing or bad vision. Daredevil wasn't a well-written movie overall. Okay. Colin Farrell overhamming was bullseye, you know, still better than Electra, the movie Electra. Um, but, again, let's go back to Ben Affleck. Yeah, okay, Ben so, Affleck. It give it a chance, guys. Mm-hmm. He, he he can't be worse than I found the one for the George Clooney one. Yeah, but again, I don't blame George Clooney for that. That was more the director and and that. Yeah, was, you know George Clooney as an actor he, did a good job as Bruce Wayne. Well, he did a good job with what he was given. Yeah, you know, so same as Ben Affleck. A lot of it, it same for me. Green Lantern. I did not like the idea of Ryan Reynolds as the Green Lantern because of the Hal Jordan character right. type. Ryan Reynolds is a good actor, mm. but as the cheesy, wisecracking Green Lantern, that was not... That's not the Green Lantern you know. Yeah, like, in all the comics, when Hal Jordan, he's never been that sort of character. Right. So, same for Ben Affleck. He could do a good job of Bruce Wayne. He's got the abilities. Sure. Um, he And he's proven himself in the past couple of years oh, to yes. be a decent actor. Yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, Argo and other ones like that. Our Town was good. Our, Our, yeah. The Town. The Town, The yes. Town, yeah. Yeah, no, and... Again, it's been a long time since he came out, so give him time to, you know, he's developed. Right, right. That, that was almost 20 years ago when, when Daredevil came out. He's changed well, as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we want to talk about? Um, so we were, well, actually, news for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We are going to be doing a movie critique. Right, right. So I was talking to, those of you who remember from our uh, second movie uh Review. Now, I don't even want to call it a review. It was a, a movie bitch fest, <laughs> basically. Yeah. That's what it was intended as. Uh, about uh, Prometheus. My, our, my friend Kate, who took part in that, has also offered to take part in our next movie critique or review. Mm-hmm. And, and she this, came up with a very good idea. Well, I came up with the idea. Oh, you came up with the idea, sir. That's but she, she's totally on board. And we're going to do a uh, kind of a... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. A review, kind of. Old versus new. Kind of. Old versus new. But it's basically old versus new. So we're we're going to watch both the original Evil Dead movie, 1981, 82, 85, something like that. 
very, very old, uh, starring your good man, Bruce your good friend Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. And then the remake that was just done last year, I think, 2012? 2012. As uh, a true e- horror. Uh, yeah. So, so it's, it's the original horror-intended movie versus the... Oh, you you the know, my, my one where my card is is still with my man Bruce. You know, That's so. fine. But, but now we'll, we'll watch both movies back-to-back. Yes, and, and you want, see this could be a whole new thing we do with the movies too. Where we'll talk about, right? yeah. Well, because there's so many remakes, like yeah. Conan, the original Conan of Schwarzenegger versus the Conan of. You, you know what's funny? I know that there's a new Conan, and I've seen, I think, the new Conan, but I don't remember anything about that movie. <laughs> Which tells you how. Which tells you how memorable it was. Yeah. Whereas I remember every inch of the original Conan. Oh God! Yeah. I mean. And this is where it's interesting because I, I know from what I haven't seen it either, but I've heard, I have sorry I have not seen the new Conan, but people tell me it's closer to what actually was the original novels. Okay. For Conan, like the storyline was closer to the Conan storylines than the. So, so there was one. there was no there's no uh, two snakes two snakes two snakes coming together over a over a yeah. uh, rising but sun. The Conan one is still classic. Yeah. I mean, because even though the story wasn't. Elron, uh, uh, I was going to say Elron, sorry. No, Ronnie Howard. Ronnie Howard. Yeah. Second, I was screwing up there. My brain was screwing up there, so I apologize to Howard for that. Um, but it, it, the Conan one is just classic. Like the Schwarzenegger mm. one, sorry. The Schwarzenegger one is just, that's the feel of Conan. And now there's talk of doing a true Conan 3 yes, sequel to the original two Conans. Schwarzenegger has said he wants to sign and up it's, for Conan the King. And it's Schwarzenegger idea. as the king. Yeah. yeah. Conan the King. Well, because the this, the other Conan didn't do well enough that they're going to do a, no. a remake of it. So. But there's been enough, like I said, there's enough old versus new ones we could do uh, for that as well. Like The Thing versus The Thing. I don't think I've seen the original Thing. No. I've only seen the remake. Well, there's three, right? Okay, I've, I've seen the one in the middle then. The one in the middle, yeah. yeah. The, the, Kurt, the, the, the Kurt Russell one. Kurt Russell, yeah. Then there's I was going to say John Hurt, but it's Kurt yeah, Russell. Kurt yeah. Russell. Then there's the one that they came out two years ago or three years ago. I never saw it. Where they did the prequel. I, I didn't see it, but again, it's like, how? I don't know. But then there's the 1950s one, I think was the original. Yeah, that one I've never seen. And it's what's interesting for Star Wars, or sorry, science fiction, a lot of movies, some of the earlier ones were, were doing more social commentary. Because the original idea of the invention of the body snatchers was sort of like communism, right? Was it really? I thought it was more the, uh, the mass, consum- mass consumption and people just becoming robots. So that's zombies. That's the original uh, George Romero ones. Oh, the... Uh... But the invention of the body snatchers was a warning against communism. Okay. Because you know, everyone's you know all the same, and you all do you know. Actually, speaking of communism and uh, the 1970s, there is nice a segue, by the way. There's an incredible TV show that I recently watched. This kind of does go back to what we've seen recently. Yeah. Incredible TV show that I watched called The Americans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where they have um, uh, Russian sleepers in the 1970s who were implanted in like suburban America, and spent time there, uh, they had children, like, these, so yes. these, these two were, these two were selected, um, in Russia, put together, given a whole backstory, and then sent into America to live. They lived there, this was back in the 60s, they lived there for 10 years, had children, who are technically Americans, they grew up in America, and learn American things, and so, and they're, and they're perfectly integrated into their communities, but they're still Russians, and they're still technically spies, 
and they run, go off and do missions without people knowing about it. It's incredible. It's, it's so well done. Oh, there's another way you could do Red Dawn versus Red Dawn. Yes, we should definitely do Red Dawn versus Red Dawn. Although, there isn't a lot of difference between those two movies. Like, no, all it is is the, who the bad guy is, pretty much. Right, right. But First I, it was I, the I Russians, now it's the Chinese. The new one is, I heard bad things that hell wasn't very good. No, it was actually quite okay. enjoyable. I had no problems with it. Okay. I, I, I enjoy the original Red Dawn uh, quite a bit, and so this remake was not a... Uh, it wasn't like a bastardization of it. So, what else? Well, the new Thor movie's coming up, which will the be The new Thor movie comes out in November, in November though, so yeah, it's so a long time from now. Not that long. Three and months. There's, there's a new Captain America movie coming out as well. Uh, that's that's not until the new year. Yeah. Um, there's the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, which should be starting any time now. Yes, that is pretty. that one looks really good. Yeah, well, it's Joss Whedon again. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. Joss Whedon, many people don't know this, was involved in the uh, the Avengers movie. He was? Yes. Really? That's why wow. it was so good. Yeah, I know. Because he knows how to write comic book movies. And that's the thing yeah. where... Well, he knows how to write dialogue. Well, but also for comic books, because comic books are different than other type of movies. Right? I don't think he's ever written a comic book. No, but he, he does understand that like, he's a fan of them, though. Sure. So he understands that, you know, don't spend half the movie developing your, your character to get into the superhero thing. So right. like do backstories to explain how they're there. Yeah. I mean, yes, he had an advantage because all the other movies that came out before him. Sure. But if anyone who had never seen the other movies, you could still get into Avengers and still enjoy it because there's enough backstory stuff given that, uh, that explains it. Sure. And this is where, again, DC is still... Because DC only has two movies, two people. Batman Superman and, and Batman, Batman, yeah. I mean, they tried Wonder Woman as a TV series. And it wasn't, it wasn't terrible it wasn't as terrible. a TV series. It was okay. Yeah. And, uh, but I was watching some stuff where they were talking about, like, I mean, the female superheroes tend to be really, you know, it's, it's a lot of sexism yeah. involved in them. Um, so trying to write them for... For modern day TV? For modern day yeah, TV. Yeah, it's not, not as easy. I know. Um, other than that, what's new, or news and rumors, I don't know too much. Because, again, I've been just a little busy playing moves and stuff like that, so... Okay, well, what about other stuff? Not, not news and rumors and not okay, well, stuff that we've done. Well, we're talking about what started this whole thing, one of the whole things we started before the podcast started, was death in comics. Right. You know, and and this goes interesting because uh, Jim Sterling, uh, they had on, was one of the guys who first introduced the death of a character with the death of Captain Marvel right. dying to cancer. Right. Which was unheard of. I mean, seriously, a superhero dying to cancer mm -hmm. didn't happen. And he stayed dead for the longest time. Did he ever come back? Yeah, they, they brought him back again. Because nowadays, they it's a marketing gimmick. Right. Your sales aren't doing well, you kill the character off or something like that, and but then bring him back. Right, because people complain if their favorite characters are dead. Yeah. And it's a, a complete line of, of comic books they could right. be selling, which now is not making generating any revenue because there's no new comics right. being made because he's dead. Yes. Which is, is too bad because it limits you as a writer. Sure. Because, I mean, like I said, the death of Captain Marvel was as a graphic novel was amazing because here's one of your main heroes mm -hmm. in, in your Marvel universe who dies to cancer. You know, and he, he also did the one where Jason, uh, as Robin, was killed off by the Joker. Right. No, that was um, Frank Miller. Nope, no, 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 no. In Killing Joke. Nope. No, no, that's a different one. Jim Sterling's the one who wrote the one for... That's where they had the poll. If you want Robin to live, call this number. If you want Robin to die, call this number. 
and it was very, very close, but the... No, that's, that's Killing Joke. That's the Killing Joke, but I'm pretty sure it's not Sterling. It is. Jim Sterling. Look it up. He, it was on there today. He's the one who talked about it. They got in a lot of trouble for that um, because they killed off a young kid. Right. But again, I, I brought this up of where, okay, you're a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Fighting psychopaths. Yeah. How do you <laughs> expect him to live? Also, you don't have superpowers. Yeah. You were a kid. You're just a kid. Okay. Yes, not even have, fully trained yet. Not even fully trained. Yes, you have some basic athletic abilities, but as like the movie Kick-Ass showed, when she was 11 years old, going up against a guy who'd been doing his martial arts for years. Yeah, she got her ass she kicked. She got her ass kicked. Yeah. And that's what happens. It was good. I mean, yes, it hit people the wrong way, but it's still like, this is what would happen if a 12... If some 50 or 40 year old guy brought a 12 year old along with him to fight crime, <laughs> the 12 year old's gonna get killed. Yeah. And it was good. But nowadays, like I said, they, nope, he dies, they're back again. No, no, they, they don't. I don't think they brought back Jason Todd. They did. They, did they really? Back recently. Yep. Fuckers. Yes, they brought him back recently. And there's actually um, there's an old role playing game for superheroes called. V and V, villains and vigilantes. Villains and vigilantes. They actually had a color book about that as well. Okay. They didn't. It was like a mini issues, but one of the lines in there was hilarious. It's like, no, 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 we can't kill them because then they come back with new costumes, <laughs> new powers, <laughs> new names. We never kill them. You don't want to kill them. It was a great line because it explained what happens with comics so much. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's dead for how long? How many episodes? How many? How many episodes do you have to wait before he's back? Right. But again, I understand from the business point of view why you don't want to do right. big deaths. But like I said, it limits you as a writer because mm-hmm. well, that's part of life. It's not really part of superhero life, though. But it should be. Like, fucking Watchmen, Rorschach gets wasted. Yeah, but at the end of the book. Yeah, but it's still a major death. Rorschach's dead. And they're also Comedian not, dies. They're, they're also Comedian in, dies at the, the very beginning, you're right. And, but they're and, also not real superheroes, right? They're they're masked vigilantes. They're not superheroes. The only one who's super out of all of them is, is Captain Marvel. No, or, Dr. Um, Manhattan. Do, Dr. Manhattan. Yes. But they're still... Okay. They're just regular humans. Batman's a vigilante. Yes, Batman is a vigilante, absolutely. But he's considered a superhero. He's not... Well, I don't consider him a superhero. He is a comic book hero. But he's not a superhero. There's nothing super about him. He just has incredible training and a lot of money. Okay, Iron Man not a superhero. Iron Man is not a superhero. There's nothing super about him either. He's a suit. Which, if you actually put the money they put towards his suits, towards resources and helping everyone else, you know, he'd he'd say he'd do much more towards the world than... As a a crime fighter? Yes. 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 Of course he would. Yeah. Um, Just like... So there's a lot of people who are not technically super... They are just mass vigilantes. Now, would you consider Captain America to be a super? Captain America is a super because of his super enhanced sh- abilities. Well, super because of the super, super soldier serum. Yes. Try saying that three times fast. Yes. <laughs> Hawkeye. Hawkeye, normal human being high, with... with high training and... Yeah, and with same with Green Arrow. Same, exactly the same. same with, they're the same character. I know. Hawkeye I know and Green Arrow are the same person. Which is why I had... And both of them I didn't like because, well, especially in the 70s and 80s when they had too many trick arrows. Like, yeah. Like, okay, I'm sorry, boxing glove arrow? Dudes, really? It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, I've already talked about that before, but... Okay, so, definition superhero that has to have super abilities. Has to have abilities that are above and beyond what a normal human being can accomplish. So, like, Spider-Man... Spider-Man, Hulk, yes, absolutely. Superman... Yeah. Hawkman. Hawk, he's an alien. Hawkman is an alien who can fly. Well, he flies because of his... His wings. Yeah, but they're not natural. Those are actually... They're not natural. Oh, really? No. 
Oh. Yeah, they're they're not. I thought he came from a race of avians. No, no, they which just... Which is why there's a hawk woman, too. It's sort of like a mini jetpack fly, hover flight thing. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's not him. But he is stronger than normal because he's an alien. Right. But does that still make him super, though? Because he's yes, an alien he, race... he is above and beyond what a normal human being would do. But not what his race would be. Doesn't matter. He, we're not on his planet. We're on Earth. Well, so super, on, on Earth... Again, Superman isn't super because... Oh, no. because he is. Because he's an alien race. Right. So, our definition of what is normal is a regular human being from this planet. Right. So, therefore, like you said, it's Captain America, the only thing that makes him is a shield, which other people could use. No. Captain America has the super serum, serum, which is what makes him super. All right. He is a super man. He is uh, above and beyond. Black Widow. Black Widow, normal training, just a regular human being. Now, wouldn't it be better, though, if you gave, like in the Avengers, you gave the shield to Thor? Wouldn't that make more sense? Thor with a hammer and a shield. It'd be like... <laughs> he would, he'd be unstoppable? He'd be unstoppable. He's now, already unstoppable. Now he comes something that can't be defeated. Like, he, not, no, no damage can get through the shield. Yeah, but he can do that with his with his hammer. No, but now he has... No, no, but he can stand there and, and people pound on him and take... He won't take any damage. I know he's a god and he can recover from it, but... And he has a hammer. And he has a fucking hammer. <laughs> that shoots out lightning. Mew, 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 mew. What's that? <laughs> Yep, nub. That's a funny line. She part. is my favorite character in that whole movie. Yeah, the yep, uh, yep. the research assistant. Remember how we were talking about? I don't know if we were talking about this on on air or not. Oh no, we definitely weren't because we were talking about how I love Drew Barrymore mm. and how my my Drew Barrymore love has is now been replaced by uh, Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's when we got started off, and then like we were already talking about stuff, which we don't want to go over again because I think we should because okay. we were talking about how if Starship Troopers was named oh. Bug Wars, it would be the most amazing movie yes, ever. Because yeah, it's uh, and this were Starship Troopers, the movie itself, mm-hmm. bad bad military writing, like seriously bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, yeah. you're right because they. They had the introduction to what the internet news is and all that right. sort of stuff with, do you want to know more? Click here. Yeah. And and it did also have social commentary of, well, the government's actually losing the war, but according to the media, like Fox News, mm-hmm. or Faux News, hey, look, we're winning, everything's doing great. Yep. Sign up and be part of it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, so it, it really handled, um, and this remember, this was back in like the early 2000s, maybe late, oh, ni- late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. Just... So it didn't necessarily have a lot of good graphics, although it did have good graphics in relation. Yes. Um, but it, it, it's, it, it was basically a precursor to where we are now. Actually, 97. Yeah, so just... late, late 90s. Yeah. So it, it was, but it was a precursor to, to how our society now is. Like, everyone lives online. All information is brought to you by someone else. Um, and, and there's a lot of propaganda. Yes. Oh, no, exactly. And it, it was interesting because, like you said, they they covered it pretty well of, here's the the real news, which you got in background scenes of right. what's going on. Right, you're, you're watching just how bad it really it is was. out there. And then there's the international, like the, the fake news, which, mm-hmm. hey, everything's great, look, here's our heroes, how great they are, ooh, 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 go us. Yeah. Which, you're right, like back in the, well, that's when things were starting, you know, but that's how it is nowadays. You know, uh, that's you, exactly how it is Especially in the States. You, here's the, the faux news. It's, hey, look how great we're doing. Well, if you look at the rest of the world, oh, no, 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 no not important. Look look at our news. Yeah, and also, you, you can, if you're watching a lot of Fox News, you can see how they are, 
setting up the next conflict. Like they, oh, yes. they started setting up Syria yes. before. Um, what was that last one? Le- not Lebanon. No. Um, when, oh, when they Lebanon, brought yes, not Lebanon, uh, Libya. Libya, Libya. Libya yeah. So you, as Libya was going on, you watched how they were setting up the next one, Holy which is Syria. Yes. And as Syria going on, and then as sorry, as the, the the Iraq War was coming to an end, you saw how they were setting up how war ne- next is Iran. Yeah, war cells, right? Yeah. Yeah, and now exactly. they're they're talking about Turkey. Right? Yeah. So it's it's if you can actually sit back and take what they're saying with a grain of salt, <laughs> you can actually see Grain the of salt? A box. A friggin' <laughs> friggin' shipload of... Oh, here goes so you, you can actually see how uh, how the, the next media cycle is going to yeah. start. We're going to have to pause for a bit here. Okay. And we're back. And we're joined by our good friend Jace, who hasn't been on for like five or six episodes Hello. now. Hello! Oh, being a new daddy and all that. Yeah, I suppose he has an excuse or something. No Yo, excuses. Pat, I think maybe it is time for another beer. Well, there we go. Would you like a beer? Uh... No, thank you. I'm <laughs> eating donuts for breakfast. All right. Um, we started this discussion of Star Trek while we were away. Uh, from the next, the original series, The Next Generation, DS9. Okay, yes, it's a space station, but it's still Star Trek. It's a space station mm-hmm. that is not for scientific experience, experiments. experiments. It's more of a yeah experience. It's a it's a commercial vessel, really. Right. That and to guard the wormhole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Babylon like Five was a space station. Um, that's just Alexander Keats on it. <laughs> I may not have any more of your beer then. Uh, you claim that you did. I heard it. Well, you may have drank in the last. I only had one last time I was here. You should have had three in total. I'm sure he did have three. <laughs> I'm sure at one point <laughs> there may have been three in total. I didn't drink any of I have my own beer. And yet... I missed Babylon 5. It was a good series, but it, it wasn't... One laugh. Say again? One laugh. Okay. Anyway, Babylon 5 was a better show than DS9, yes. Oh, yes. Well, better than Thank any you. Star Trek one, really. I hate to say it. Yeah, because the, the people who... Um, the people in it were more realistic. Yeah. There were people who were selfish. There, there were people who were brave. Like, it, it, was, it was more... It was like what we might see in about... Well, 20 or 30 years if we had a space station. Well, because it wasn't clean and idealistic. It was Correct. The, humans did not get along perfectly well. Yeah, and there was, there was like, the ghettos yeah. on the space sure. station and the, the upper and lower class and all that stuff. And that which, which I mean, well, that's the difference because Babylon 5 was a more realistic, some would say cynical version of the future. Sure. Whereas Star Trek was the idealized future, especially to start with. Like, you know, we don't need money because everyone works for what they want to do. You know, the food's there, energy's there for everyone. So now it's just more of, let's explore space and figure things out. Now, DS9, the reason they changed over was because of Babylon 5. Because it was giving them competition. So they started making it darker and grittier yeah. in the stories. But I did like parts of the next generation. And I like the DS9 when they started doing, you know, make it a little bit darker. But the, the interesting one was, like, with Star Trek, you never knew how far things actually were. 
Because sometimes it would take them months to get someplace, mm-hmm. and the next show, we're there in a couple of weeks. It's like, but DS9 was supposed to be deep space. Deep, deep, that, that means you're in the middle of deep space. But then, oh, we'll get back to Earth in a couple of days, and go to the Klingon homeworld, and like, where the hell is the station actually? <laughs> it's true enough, you know. So, Jace, we know that you're a new dad and all, but tell us, since we haven't seen you in a while, what kind of fun stuff have you been up to? Uh, I've been, because of the Xbox One and its impending release in a few months, mm-hmm. I've decided I'm going to play some of the Assassin's Creed games. Before you have to throw them away? Before No, I'm, I'm always going to keep the Xbox 360. Okay. But uh, I played Assassin's Creed 1 and part of two a few years ago, and I really enjoyed it, but then other games came up, multiplayer games came up, and then I ended up playing with friends with that. Sure. Um, unfortunately, my copy of Assassin's Creed 2 was owned by my friend, so I had to give that back to him. And then recently, because Xbox Live gives you free games uh, every month now, uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is one of those free games, oh, so I started playing that, and hunted down... Brotherhood, Revelations, and Assassin's Creed 3 for 40 bucks. Okay. So, made a killing there off uh, Kijiji. Nice. And been playing those. Also found Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 recently, so I was okay. playing that as well. Um, and I'm really curious, I, I want to try the Diablo demo for the 360. Right, right, because they're finally putting it on a console. Yeah. And it was a fun game when it was on PC. Yeah. It wasn't as fun as Diablo 2, to me. I, I yeah. really enjoyed the skill trees where it's like, if you make a mistake, you're screwed. Uh, that's a whole lot of pizza. Well, 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 Yes, Patrick. people can have some pizza if you want to. Now, you didn't tell us it was going to be cold. Because I had it last night. Wow, so it's leftover leftover. He's a university student. Of course he's going to be cold. <laughs> he hasn't started yet. There's no hot plate. We, we, we don't know if he's been accepted yet, even. <laughs> Pat, do you know yet if you've been accepted? No, because they're not done with the fall term applications yet. So, you're moving in hopes to get into school, but you're not sure if you can get into school. Save money, too. This saves me money for a few months. Okay. Yeah, okay, so what happens if you don't end up getting to school, and you have to wait until next, like, the summer term, or fall of next year? We don't go there. Will you we don't just, talk about that. Will you just keep living at Rick's place? We don't, we don't place? talk about that. I've, I've we, been we informed that if you, need a, if you need a place to work because of your uh, rash decision of quitting your job in the near future, uh, we would enjoy to hire you back. Yeah, I heard about that. I also checked that on it. And? Oh, cool. oh, hell of a lot less money. Yeah, we get benefits. How, yeah. It's 10 bucks an hour less. What, what sort of benefits does he need? His glasses. glasses. Well, it's too late now. You've already got your glasses. It's not retroactive. He could get pension, a new pair of vac- non-hipster glasses. Vacation. Oh, wow. Vacation. Pension. Anyway, I'm going to call this stuff out. Yeah, sick yeah. days. But yeah. Back to geek stuff. Back to geek stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so I've just been playing some back catalog that I haven't been able to play. And I'm really looking forward to the Xbox One. Um, really? Yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of well I I got the Xbox 360 on release. Day. He sucks Microsoft cock, okay? Apparently. Well, you could say the same thing about Apple. They suck too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not happy if they're doing announcement with their phone. 
What, did you even fingerprint? Oh, it just sucks. There wasn't a good enough innovation. They didn't change it enough. What, what, what sort of changes are you looking for? The kind of leap in technology that went from like the original iPhone to 3G, or from the 3S to the 4. Like, there were some pretty big leaps and... and they're going to a 64-bit processor with a co-processor just to handle uh, motion. Okay. How much RAM is that they have and like, will it be able to it's, utilize it? It's still going to be 64. Because one of the things I've Jesus. noticed with the, all the phones I've had from Apple, you get it, and as soon as you get it, the old phone that you had slows right down. It bogs mm. right down with the new OS. Yep. Right. And then, so you get this new phone, everything is great, it's fun, and then in a matter of months... It starts to slow down to the point where it's like when you had the 3GS mm -hmm. and the 4, after a few months, the 4 felt like the 3GS. It was no longer fast and speedy and like, oh, let's do this. It's awesome. Are you sure that's not because you like, now loaded it filled with stuff and it doesn't have any, any actual physical memory left? No, I, I try to keep it as low as possible. Well, unless I'm on a trip and then I commercials it lie to us? No, no he, well, he, he's saying that, that what it started out with oh, no. Well, no, slows down after time, which is weird. commercials with all these different apps and everything, and it's like instant. Oh, when you first get the phone, the brand new phone, you're like, click, click, everything is fast and instant. Um, I dropped my new phone the memory's not there. three months ago, four okay. months ago, and right now I'm noticing it's crashing. It's, I press the home screen from a text message, and if I try to, because I know... Home screen, swipe, 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 yeah. and I can get to the right page to launch a game or something like that. If I hit home screen and swipe, my my phone freezes for a good 10, 15 seconds, and then i got to redo some of the motions. But that's just I, I have not had that happen at all. What kind of a phone do you have? I have the 4. Wow, I'm still using the 3S, and I've never had any of those issues. I think it's the 4. Actually, Jace, no, that's, that's, that's not just iPhones. My Android phone, now it's like when I sometimes when I try and send a text... It takes me five tries to get into the you know the, the contact to bring up the ability to get the text screen. Because otherwise, it pops back. It goes oh, starts to do the text, pops back to the main screen. That's purely a memory issue. You have too many apps running in the background. I don't have any apps. I don't have any. I have Facebook. I don't think it's a smartphone. I don't think it can have apps. Yeah, it's a smartphone. It's just a, it's it just slows down. Okay. So I, I think that's a physical memory issue, though. Well, that's why you want more memory in the phones, which are not giving correct. You. I've also stopped loading my phone full of games now that I have an iPad. I run the iPad for my games, for my media, like for, for movies and stuff like that. My yeah. iPhone doesn't even have all my music in it because right. I can't plug it into my laptop because my Mac OS is so out of date <laughs> that I can't download the new iTunes and this phone needs the new iTunes. Oh, gee, why, why do you I just update I... your Mac OS then? Uh, it's going to cost me 40 bucks. Oh, you actually have to pay for it. Yeah. See, that's why I like you know, non-Macs better. I'm, I'm actually, I, I have no interest in Mac at all, period, whatsoever. Yeah, see, obviously we're, out of the basic podcast, is never going to be sponsored by... By Mac? Mac? No. By Apple. However, I, I do love their iPhone, and what you can do with the iPhone, the ease of using the store, the ease of, um, of loading what you want through iTunes, like, I have no problem with any of that, but... What I don't like is, is and this is actually going to tie into the games that we play, the 40K... The books that you get, the digital books that you get through iBooks, can't be viewed on your desktop. What? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so because you need iBooks. Is yeah, that what it is? because it only runs through the iBooks app. It's not an actual right. PDF. Oh, that sucks. It's not an eBook. It's not an anything else. It's it only runs through the iBook application. That's bullshit. But some things I've noticed with those applications that are it's sure you're buying books mm-hmm. on like rule books stuff like that. But uh, Games Workshop has also released uh, painting tutorials and yep. stuff like that. And they're pretty neat. For like four bucks, you download the one that tells you how to paint the Space Marine uh, assault squad yeah, or whatever. And you click on it, it shows you the different factions yeah. and the different paint layers you should do for the different factions. You can do 360 views of the model just yeah. so you can get a better view. But it has to be viewed through iTunes. In fact, yes. I downloaded the free one for painting the Tactical Marine just because it was available and it was free. Yeah. And I tried to view it on my desktop like I normally do with all my PDFs. Mm-hmm. But I can't. So you're saying yeah, don't yeah. buy the ebooks then from Games Workshop because However, the the ebooks from Games Workshop are of the highest quality. Yes, but and they're worth it. But I don't have iTunes. But if you, yeah, if you then then you can't purchase them anyway. Yeah, sucks. You, even if you wanted to give them your money, you could not. Sure. Why does your Decepticon symbol have a Cobra symbol on it? Best of both worlds. Huh. Interesting. They join forces. Cobra, transform and roll that. I don't see it. Okay. <laughs> well, Eyes up here. Eyes up here. Why do you I made my choice. Why, I was talking about earlier. That. Actually, you have to say, look at the transforms one of your face. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, it's a pretty easy choice. <laughs> You'd rather just stare at my chest. I understand. I have a great chest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the the ebook that like, uh, that I recently purchased, the Games Workshop Space Marine Codex, yeah. spent seventy dollars on a codex. Yeah. 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 Which I thought I, I was I was. Dreading, I didn't want to spend the money, but then I also looked at what was also included in it. Mm-hmm. There's the Army Builder; it's still in beta, unfortunately. Well, yeah, you could just get Army Builder. Yes, but the then you get a, you get a, like a isn't it like a, a point max you can have on that one? But nope. then you set whatever max you want. Okay, but there is, that's the one you were telling us before. Mm-hmm. There's a pro version of it. You have to spend. Money um, you have to spend money, or originally you had to buy a license for it every year. Okay. But they're going away with that. Now it's like a one-time fee, and then you're good. You'll never have to buy it again. Yeah. I like it because it's all in on my iPad app. Super simple to use. You're, you're looking, you select your Space Marines. Um, you click on the squad. It tells you, okay, by default, it's got the five guys. Do you want to upgrade your guy to uh, a sergeant? Do you want to upgrade him to this? Do you, and it tells you what you can and can't do. Right. And... The ebook is really good because if you remember how we're looking at Shrike yes. for the rules, yeah. and it's like, oh, he's got his talons, and mm-hmm. you got to flip to another page to look it's at the talons, exactly. and it tells you he's got rending, Who's shredding, and all this stuff, and you got to flip to other pages. No, with this, you're looking at Shrike's page. You click on his talons, and it tells you these are his stats for his talons, and underneath it goes, oh, it has rending, this, this, and you just scroll over oh, further down, and it's got part. all the yeah, rules. Yeah, that's nice and easy to handle. So you just like, oh. So it's unlike the PDF where you have to like where you have to scroll through the different locations. Yeah, this, this actually links all the information. Yeah, yeah. And I remember it was great. You would, when you had your iPad here, we're doing the game. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I've got the PDF here. Oh, what? Scroll, 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 yeah. scroll. Oh, here's the page again. Scroll, scroll, scroll. But scroll, you can bookmark. And yes. with the book, because I actually do have the Space Marine Codex, so the the older one, yeah. uh, in book format. Um, I, we just put like bookmarks in it and pieces of string and stuff like that because I knew that I had to bounce from one page to the other. And it's the same thing with the, the rule book. I want to get the. There's Bill. Cool. I want to get the uh, the Space Marine rules, the 40k actual rules, yeah. but I need a second iPad to put them on. To put them on just because I want to have both of them open at the same time. 
That's just me being picky. Speaking of which, we have today a large battle. I can feel that least a 2,000-point army. I actually put together my 2,000-point list on my phone using Battlescribe, okay. another application that's available for iOS. Phil can also make insane armies now. Can he really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Good. He's, he, I got on him. Uh, to start listing out what he has. Okay. It's, he's fucking insane now. It's nuts. And he's still getting stuff. And it's like most of my army are squishies. Mm-hmm. It's, I've got like five or six squads of like just regular space marines. I've got assault marines. I've got... Are these like five-man squads? No. Like full 10-man units? I, think I can do a few 10-man units. Wow. So that's actually pretty impressive. And Put the jump packs. Guys. Yeah, I've got the guys with the jump packs. I've got snipers. I've got uh, still only the one predator tank. But right? Phil's a lot of um, uh, like individual units and big guys. Like Phil has a lot of tanks. Yeah. He's got a lot of vehicles. He's right. got like we played a game at work uh, after work hours on the conference room sure. tables because yeah. the, the conference room tables are great for sure. that. Yeah, and I only had two units in the entire game that could take out his tank mm-hmm. because no one else could touch it. Ouch! And uh, Managed to destroy the shit out of that tank. Nice. <laughs> All I'm looking, I, I just need to get uh, my Captain Tellian because I want him to put into my sniper squad. Okay. And uh, I have to paint a new HQ unit. Um, and some what, of his. What about Shrike? I'm still painting Shrike. Okay. And because of Shrike's new rules and the Raven Guard rules, because my army is a Raven Guard army, mm-hmm. I'm looking at maybe getting some Vanguard. Yes. Uh, assault Marines. You totally want vanguards. So that would be crazy with Shrike in that group. And, oh, just the amount of attacks that would come out of that, and it'd just be splugerific all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so now we get to say hello to our good friend Phil, who also we haven't seen in quite a while. Hello, hello. Phil. But a different reason. He does have a kid, so... No, no. What, what is your reasoning, Phil? Is it the band? No, unfortunately. Just antisocial, don't want to talk with us, that's it? Okay. I'm just a jerk now. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's, uh, you know... Welcome, welcome. <clears throat> work is a killer. Okay. That's uh, that's really the big one. You want some pizza? That uh, looks delicious. I'm going to grab a slice. It's with chicken. It looks like it has onions on it. It has onions it and chicken. There's Pat, I'm buying books. I've already yeah, cracked open the beer. I'm buying several books. It's noon somewhere. I, that's exactly what I said at 9 a.m. Excellent. <laughs> no, I'm good, thank you. You want to buy some role-playing games? Uh, possibly. Now, Jace, the books you're getting, are those the Space Marine Battles? Uh, these are the Space Marine... Battles. Yeah. Battles. So, Excellent yeah. choice. Those are all good books. I have yeah. all of them. I just, I really just want to read them. Easy, because I opened it up, font's big enough, that the well, book isn't fun. the biggest <laughs> books up there, and I just want something that's fun to read, and mm-hmm. just like a battle, simple... I would start with the uh, Fang one, Assault on the Fang. That's Space Wolves Against Thousand Suns. If you've read any of the Horus Heresy, especially the stuff dealing with the Thousand Suns, there's one called A Thousand Suns, and then the reverse of it, Prospero Burns. Those two books are kind of linked together, and they're the precursors to what happens in that book. It's it's basically the Thousand Suns getting revenge on the... uh, on the, space, uh, the space Wolves. Yeah. It's the space Thousand Suns Thang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean there's a thousand Thangs? Damn. Slanesh? <laughs> <Sun> what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is allegedly the most hated god in the poles of... Um, Daka Daka? Yeah. What, Slanesh? 
I was like, you know, if he's the most hated, did he accomplish his goal? <laughs> more than that, well, because Zinx is... Siege? Yeah, Nurgle. No, no, it was uh, Slaanesh really? by Landslide. And then Korn was uh, pretty much second, uh, just because people are bored of people saying blood for the blood god and stuff. Yeah. Well, seriously, <laughs> it's also, Daka Daka also think about Korn is sort of like the god that where you end up with just war bands, because really, you're not going to be organized, because you're trying to just get your own glory and kill as much as possible. Yeah. So. But I think the big, the, the comment that I took away from that thread was people were mad they couldn't make the models slaneshy enough, okay. <laughs> and if they could, they were not allowed to go play in the game's workshop store. <laughs> oh, right, there's kids in there. Yep. Is that a gaping pussy with teeth? It's Yes, yes it's it the is. the entrance to a tower. That a tower <laughs> looks awfully like a... Yeah, no, it's a tower. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are the teeth coming out of the sides. Whoa, Jesus, dude, you really put a lot of work in that tower. I think I saw that in some really obscure Klingon thing. <laughs> <laughs> or Japanese side. I believe it's a movie. Oh, yes. So, Phil, what's new with you? We've already gone through a bunch of other people. What's new with um, Video games, movies. Space Hulk was new. Yep. Yeah, a lot of fun, too. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's not bad. Um, we can do it for real on a tabletop if you want. I have the game. Neat. Hmm. Uh, what else? XCOM Declassified. Yeah, wh- how is that? It's excellent. Is Honestly, really? I, I definitely enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Okay. Because um, it's a first-person shooter... Ish? It's third person. Is it third? Yeah, they okay. went away from the first. Um, it's a third person shooter, and it's very tactical in the sense that... You have squads, you're giving commands. Well, that's yeah. back to yeah. the, the original XCOM. No. The, the, XCOM, the first XCOM... Incorrect. ...was, not thir- was third person, and it was, ta- it was squads. The, this this is the equivalent of a first person shooter. This is like Space Marine. Oh okay. Oh, not okay. not it, like Space Hulk. Oh, the Actually, I felt that it played a lot more like if Gears of War was an RPG. Right, right. That would be perfect. Mm. The best way to do it would be that way, and you wouldn't have to deal with Gears of War's um, really awesome AI. <laughs> oh, judgment, not brutal. man. Yeah, judgment AI is just brutal. Is it? Uh, you've got like. Serapis just standing at the uh, at the start of the stage, not doing anything in overrun, and like all across, if you've got like AI cogs, they're just like sitting in the most useless corner, looking directly into that corner. Right. So not just brutal. It's just brutal. I did manage to figure out a way to play solo overrun with um, locusts. If you grab the Cantus and you do pretty well there's no other Cantus that are going to spawn, and they just keep on charging because you just keep on healing them kind of thing. So that actually works surprisingly well. Like, I was able to do a, a 4v1, and I gave them a run for their money. But... Still not very smart. It, it's just brutal. Good thing the rest of the game is good. But, um... What else? So Space Hulk, Gears of War. Jace was talking about your increased army and... In, uh... In 40k? I've counted out your army. Indeed. Um, I can pretty much match uh, a fair amount of battles for uh, for anything. And it's mostly uh, Blood Angels and like Chaos Marines in general. Wait, wait. 
Blood so. angels aren't chaos. No, no, but... Okay. So he has, yeah, he has, both, he has both factions then. He has okay. both factions. Yeah. He, has, he can play with himself now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old enough. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, that's going well. Started painting um, not too, too long ago. Um, and I've been uh, looking at uh, the Apathetic Fishes uh, channel on YouTube. It guy does it exactly like if it was out of the book, so does a really good job. So I'm inspiring myself from that. Good. I, I haven't painted a thing since the, the one day that Paul came over and was painting at my house. Yeah, yeah. So I pulled out, like, a single model and painted it in ultramarine blue just because I wanted to see if I could if I could do it. Yeah. And it turned out okay. Okay. Uh, I think that's pretty much all the new stuff going on. And we covered a fair gambit, so you want to call it here for that? No, no, no. We'll, we'll just keep chatting, and I'll cut out the stuff that's not relevant. Okay. So we, we, can, we can chat about anything gaming-related, because I mean, we haven't seen these guys in forever. Well, we haven't done any role-playing games either for a while. We need to do some Dark mm-hmm. Heresy before I head off. We need to do that. We need to do more board game nights that you guys yes. have to come out to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Smash Expansions up. for Pen. Smash Up. We need to talk yeah, about yeah, Smash Up. all about that. We did more Smash Up the other day. Yeah, true. Last weekend, we uh, we got together with our friend Chris and uh, and his girl. And and, also and our friend Dwayne came Dwayne. along as well. So and we had a five-man Smash Up. Even game. though Smash Up's meant for four people. Yeah, but with the expansion, you have enough cards for five. And yeah, it worked. Six. It worked. Six and it was actually a lot of fun. Oh, uh, everyone enjoyed it. It was because it, it's a little bit faster than Munchkin is. Okay, uh, but it's, it's more than a little bit faster. Well, Munch, Munchkin can drag out quite a bit. Um, the last game took a while, but that was it because there was like four people that could have gone out at any like the last True. little bit. So it was it was fun, and it's definitely not cooperative. How long would you say <laughs> Smash Up would be? You, you could easily do it in like half hour, 45 half, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like the last and one went over an hour. But it's that was it. such a fun game. Because yeah. basically, you take two factions out of a possible eight or 12 with the expansion, and then you take those two factions and you mix them together, and so you draw cards for it. And we were doing random fashions. So good. We were doing the random fashions because we found out, because, you know, it's just. It, it, it's, it's it's more fun that way. It's more fun that way because you, know, you don't always get the guy doing the I like uh, bears and I like this. You know. Bears highly overpowered. I think from now on, not not allowed. Oh, it's not that overpowered. It takes you a while to get anything good. Doesn't going matter. For bear. Terrible. He's Robots are awesome. Robots are awesome, and uh, magicians are good, if, especially if you mix those two together. Well, the problem, yeah, if you get some that don't work, like magicians want a lot of cards in their deck. And they have a lot of cards that give them more cards. But the ghost, oh. there's a, a faction called Ghosts, where if you have less cards, it's actually, you, you get stronger. So the, Devon, one of the, the first time we played, he had Magicians and Ghosts, and was having problems, because like, wait, I want, Magician gives you cards, but as a ghost, you want less cards Yeah, you want hand. you want to dump <laughs> cards. You want two cards or less in your hand and, for your highest power uh, guys to be most effective. Okay. Where in Zombies, but, are you want to discard as much as possible, because Zombies gives you... Abilities to pick up cards from your discard pile, so you want lots of discards. Whereas other other factions, you so like zombie ghost would be a good zombie yeah, ghost actually would be a surprisingly good combination. Yeah. He's just upset for bear because I won against him. Well. No, because bears are fucking okay. So they have this one that allows you to move anyone anyone from uh, the, the base you're on to a different base, yeah. and they have another one that says if you're power two or less and you get moved to this base, less. I kill you. Three or less. It's bullshit. Yeah. So they so, in, used in tandem. You can't do anything because all you guys get destroyed. Yeah, I'm moving you over there. You're dead. It's yeah. bullshit. 
But they're, they're, just, that reminds me of some of the magic decks we use. Yeah, well, all the, and all the, bases, <laughs> the bases each have their own little quirk and stuff like that. There's some bases you realize if you're not paying attention, if you kill someone else, you get a victory point for it. Where there's another one where if you kill that person, he gets a victory point for dying. So Devon figured it out, and he kept th- making all those guys who had moved to there so they'd be dead. Oh, he moves there. Oh, he's dead. Oh, I get... Yeah. And there's things like aliens and robot, uh, dinosaurs, which was when the first time I played was alien-dinosaur combination. Anyway, so <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy mashups of combinations. Okay. It's, it's really a lot of fun. Oh, seems like an interesting game. Yeah, and yeah, we figured even, even though it's a four, five people worked out well, so there was enough... Uh, we were just getting near the end where we didn't have enough victory point counters for everyone, but that's easy enough to fix. Just add dice to the game. And, and as soon as I pick up the next expansion, every expansion comes with a victory point oh, yeah, so. uh, uh, yeah. card stock thing where you punch out the yeah. victory points. Um, my friend Steve fine. wants oh, you're to gonna play Talisman one night. Uh, I don't want to play. Board. I don't want to play the original Talisman, but I want to play the new Talisman, the the forty k Talisman. Oh, you want to play the original? I don't want to play the Why original because I played the original one. I mean, it's okay. It's fun. But I'd much rather play the new 40K version instead. Do you have the 40K version? Yes, it's in my car right now. <laughs> Don't look like that. Mm. It just clears off his table. <laughs> it doesn't the, the way you would if it were a hot chick and you're about to have sex on it. Except that it's padded. Except for padded. <laughs> oh, oh. Except that it's padded. What's it's a board game. Again? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you're going back to school, right? Yeah, right. Oh. you got to learn these things. <laughs> You're pulling up Billy Madison. Back to school. That's what we're going to call you from now on. No. Billy Madison. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> well, that or Jackie Chan, your yeah. pick. Jackie Chan? How about Jackie Chan? Oh, okay, yes. I no, you're Ethan Hawke. <laughs> we went on a boat cruise, and one of the girls dubbed him Jackie Chan. No, no, I was, because I called... I was talking about Jackie Chan to the Asian guy. <laughs> Quite possibly. Sweet, I, I, my oh, joke yeah, works. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that that's that's how she uh, uh, that's how she refers to you now. In fact, that's how my entire drinking crew refers to you as Jackie Chan. <laughs> Is Jackie coming? But <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's like unfortunately I, don't, I can't play movies right now, so. It's fine. That's yeah. you still need to bring over the Ultramarine movie. So we can watch it. Well, apparently we can't watch it anymore. It's, it's, it it's, on, it's on Blu-ray. I thought it was on uh, USB. No, it's on Blu-ray. Where's your PlayStation? It's in Hamil- Halifax. It's in Halifax right now. Why is it in Halifax? Because that's he sent it off with his girl. You don't what? live that's there. He will I in about will three be. months. And also, I'm, where I'm going to, they've already got PlayStation, Wii, and, and Xbox. So yes, it's called Not a Third World Country. No, 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 the place he's going to be living. And the place I'll be living when I move out of here to my buddy's place for a few months, he's got it all set up, so I don't need another PlayStation. Uh, okay. So I'm like, well, I'll let her use it for the months I'm gone. Wrong decision. You could always have for more you. devices. Well, you could have set this TV up in your friend's house. And we could be there right now? And, well, there's that. But, but then you could also have head-to-head PlayStation games. Or if you both get, like, the new Call of Duty or whatever when it comes out, you both could be playing at the same time on your own TVs. That's what a cool geek would do. Why can't I play with him in the same room? Well, you hook both... You put yeah. two TVs up side by side. Yes, I just... I you, know, I just you want to look at I love Jason's Really? I love him. I have to do that on purpose to see that. What? 
almost yeah. just smacked it. In yeah, fact, no, I, I have I have a laptop and monitor here right now, <laughs> which we could set up. It was just it was just funny watching Jason's expression. Though, like, what, what are you talking? What the hell? One of the best say? things for gaming is gaming in the same room. Sure, that's why we used to have crazy with lab parties. Screen. Exactly. <laughs> with their own screen. I, I, I'm in a two-person house with three Xboxes, so yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you on that, Jason. <laughs> Hosting Winterine Miss is just fun enough. And it decreases your heat we, we tried to do them, we did them three years in a row. We get 16 people in the same, in my living room. Okay. We'd have three to four big screen, like, TVs like this size, uh, and everyone else had monitors and stuff like that. Okay. So, the big screens would split... Four, uh, four players on that, depending on which game we played. we turn the heat off in the house and just turn the fan Oh, yeah, because the heat... And we would open windows. And this is in the middle of January. Yeah. And the house, you would still sweat. Mm-hmm. We'd wear shorts and a t-shirt. It was... <laughs> and then drink copious amounts of beer. Sure. Yeah. If it weren't a crappy uh, console like the Xbox, I'd totally be in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, for the, the first year we had it, we said no PlayStation allowed and Dan brought his anyway yeah. and we ended up closing the weekend off by watching a Blu-ray movie right that's the <laughs> which, first time I've ever watched which of Blu-ray course movie. you couldn't do yeah, on, on the Xbox because they suck so the Xbox won't allow it yeah only five years too late yeah. no no that's, that's excellent you know that's what I want more features on my gaming console that'll not let me fucking game yeah that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going for hey you can for do Facebook here. on your Xbox now that's like, right Facebook and yeah only if you're Skype. connected to the internet though yeah and, and Skype so people can call you well I if mean you're, if you're buying a new Xbox One you have the internet as far as, like, the internet connectivity is concerned, like, let's face it, there's, like, 12 devices per average house that's connected to the internet constantly. Yes. So what the fuck is the big deal? Actually, I was, that's what you're doing. <laughs> I've been reading into it a lot more, and one of the big problems, like, the, the people that complained a lot were, what about the Marines? What about the Army people who are off on, like, I don't know, on the, on the big boats? Yeah. Doing their thing in the in like the Gulf and stuff like that. Sure. If they have downtime, why can't they play games? Because, <laughs> I don't know. They they could play chess. They could read a book. Right. They have other things they can do. Books. They can play older consoles. <laughs> they don't need to play the new consoles. It would be great if they could. Maybe the other. Why do you hate the army, it. Chase? Why do you hate soldiers? I'm not hating soldiers. Yeah, From what I hear, you're not supporting the troops. I'm you're a bad American. I'm not supporting that as an argument why people shouldn't have Xbox Ones that can't always be connected to the internet. Because if you have an Xbox One, or you are getting an Xbox One, you most likely have the internet already. Sure. And then Rogers goes down. Yes. As it frequently does. Yes. That happened to me at a LAN party for my PC. I couldn't get into Steam games because I didn't have my Steam set to offline mode. I didn't know that was a, uh, that you could do that. Well, see, well you, you just didn't know that you could do that. But, it's an option. but you can it was never do advertised it. to me that I could until it went down. Oh, so you never, you never like, read the help files or anything? Wait, hold on, hold on. When <laughs> hold on, when Steam loses connection, a thing pops up and goes, "Do you like to play? Would you like to play offline?" I did not get those messages. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, I don't know what uh, you're talking about because on my Steam on my computer, it happened to me two weeks ago. Have you ever set up your, your Steam account to work offline though? I don't think I've set up my Steam account to do anything, no. Okay. Because whenever we lost complete network connection in the house... Which happens uh, a lot. 
because it's Rogers. Actually, it doesn't happen that often. It used to happen a lot more often. It did used to happen a lot more often. And but still, it doesn't nowadays happen. it's random. And we just found out it wasn't and, and it wasn't Rogers that the house is being hosted. There's another internet company okay. that's their transformer. But does anyone ever? You, I know you you read and you read. Do you ever read Control Alt Delete? Oh, the uh, the cartoon. Yes, then, yes. Uh, they've got an amazing they console right war. Now. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty they have series. They have a series going on now, Console Wars, and it's Xbox versus a PlayStation, mm-hmm. and it's funny because it's like it's the consoles as soldiers right. going off, and it's like, like, why are we going back there? Didn't we do this? Shut up, just follow orders. Yeah, but they said we needed to have a constant connection, and that like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Does headquarters even know what's I going on? I was talking on? about the Wii U's and yeah. how they how they might just shoot themselves. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. No one's worried about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a good series to read. Yeah, um, going uh, Control Delete though. Uh, when they had their main storyline with the the main characters, yeah, Ethan with and Ethan and Lila and, and Lucas and Lucas and Zeke. Like Zeke, those, oh, yeah. it was. They had some really good storylines. Yes, and they had some really dark. Yes. Storylines where I know people have stopped reading them. Like they dealt with abortion, or okay. not abortion, uh, with miscarriages yeah. uh, and other really dark. sad, dark things. And some people just couldn't handle it and didn't like. Like the they direction. read web comics to kind of have a good time, and when they're yeah. reading these storylines, it was just depressing. So yes. a lot of people stopped reading Control to Leap It Up. But Penny Arcade, every day, and and that's like one of the weird ones like this week. Not as good, like yeah. very artsy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the three panel joke. Yes, that's an easy, don't, don't, don't. easy ones. It's great. Well, especially yeah. like you said, it's a web comic. You usually written out at work for quickly here and there, so you want that tonk, tonk, tonk done. As opposed to, oh wait, that's. It's like reading a Dilbert about downsizing. Yes. <laughs> but quickly going back to consoles. Personally, for me, it doesn't even matter because ultimately it all boils down to content. Sure. Yeah. And like, if the consoles that are being presented don't have the content I'm seeking, then that's that's where the buck stops. I mean, yeah. yeah. And right now, as far as like things to come that I'm really looking forward to is you know still Planetary Annihilation and uh, Titanfall. That's but also that's like, the two that come Xbox to mind. did change its tune a bit too. Is also be able to play other player other friends' games too to test it out. Yeah, I still have the same solution on that. Um, go buy your own game. Like I said, I'm in a two-person house with three Xboxes. Uh, like, games come out, I buy two copies, you know what I mean? Like, if Kelly and I are going to play it, then that's how it's going to be. There's demos, a lot of the, most games that come out nowadays have demos you can download. Yeah. And then once you've downloaded it, you have an idea of what it's like. I, we have another guy at work who will not buy any new games because he can't justify spending the $60, $70 on a game. Fair, definitely a yes. fair argument. Um, so he'll wait till they go down to thirty, forty dollars, sure. and then he'll still hum and haw about it. Um, I definitely understand that. I just hope that whenever they start coming out with the digital con- uh, the digital downloads on day one, that they do reduce the price. Well, yeah, right now, you're buying the full priced game digitally. Yeah, you don't own the you don't have the DVD anymore. You, you don't, don't own the disc. The, you don't have the book, the manual, or anything. I, I would, I would yeah, say but the, that's the, a problem. But the manual is useless nowadays. Well, it is. No, the, you know what I mean. Like, it's nice. The to argument that. against uh, reducing prices for digital only content, though, is that the same amount of money that went into producing it still went into it. Uh, right. So they're they're still no, trying to recover. Incorrect. You're not actually doing the final production, which is the shipping of right. the product, 
That, that's actually a minuscule amount compared to how much it costs to actually put the game together. No, I, I the, agree. The amount, yeah, the amount they're losing by not are gaining by not physically shipping it out would maybe offset the cost by like two or three dollars per per disc. Agreed. But even if you put it to five dollars less than a full retail, right? The disc cost, it, it, it would at least be an incentive for people to buy the digital yeah. version. Yeah, and uh, for people to stop buying this, the used copies. That was... No, cool. used copies are usually 25, 30, 40, 50 percent For newer games, $5 off. Yeah, yeah, on average, For that's pretty much game, what it's yeah, it $5 is, is what it is. Which is ridiculous. And that money is because someone bought the game day one, right. played through it, and to make review guides or whatever, and then traded it back in, or even trade to get the, get the new game for free right. type, type deal. Um, so these are people who constantly want to rotate their selection. And so they're, the company at GameStop will take the game, put it back up on their shelves. This is copy is used, $5 off. And they're making the entire $50, $55 profit off of that used game. You know, so I understand from the company, from, from the, then I understand why they don't like those companies doing that. Because that's a company reselling it for pretty much pure profit. Yeah, that's that's the used game yeah. problem that developers have. And consumers get mad at the developers for saying, well, I want to buy the cheaper version. Again, I fully understand I want to buy a cheaper version. I buy games off Kijiji for the same reason. Sure. But um, when game companies close their doors because they can't get enough sales... Well, so you know, but yeah. And it's a, a phenomenal game. It's just people don't want to give it a chance. It's kind of breaks my heart because then that model, nobody wants to go down that road and make... RPGs anymore, or right now it's all microtransactions. Yeah, yeah, that's still very. But the thing is, I'm sorry, they use that. It will always be, especially in Asia. They're trying to use an argument for movies, you know, DVDs. Oh, piracy will will make sure no movies are being done. Really? Yeah, but have you seen the movies that are coming out? They're not the same quality as the, uh, (laughs) or story-wise at least, of the movies that we used to watch. Uh, To answer that question, would I like them? No. uh, (laughs) Really, Dev. I can show you some movies from the seventies and eighties that are pretty much as much crap as some of the stuff coming out nowadays. No, there's sure. crap all over wherever you look. But I mean, back then, they actually used to take Ishtar. Back then, they actually used to take risks on movies. Risks in, in, in Hollywood. In Hollywood, well, gone. No, they have never done risks for a long time in Hollywood. No, no. risk uh, in Hollywood is now gone. That's why you have movies like Battleship. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, no, Dev. Uh, I like to point out, Dev. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last decade, there was a huge risk taken by Hollywood. In what? Lord of the Rings. That was a huge risk for New Line Cinema. When did that um, movie come out? That was about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. That was a huge risk for them. Three movies in one shot. All paid for and done mm-hmm. for a fantasy movie. That was a huge risk. There's still risk out there. It just all depends, you know, on, on how it's presented and how it's... You know, sold to the, the company. These days, Hollywood puts out two types of movies. They put out remakes, or they put out sequels. Actual original movies, like, say, uh, Pacific Rim, with a completely unheard of background story. Uh, that, that's not that people unheard aren't... of, dude. Would you like to put a Jap anime? You know how many movies I could pull out that have that sort of similar storyline? Fine, but, it, but it's, not, it's not an existing storyline that people have invested a vested interest in. In a Hollywood blockbuster. Mm-hmm. In North America. But see, the, the problem mm-hmm. is Hollywood yeah, blockbuster. In North America. The problem, though, is for the blockbusters is because nowadays movies are costing way too much mm-hmm. money. Like, and that's going to come back and bite them in the ass. The main reason that movies cost so much to make is that half the budget, half, 
the budget goes into marketing. No, actually, it's afterwards. The, mar- the marketing, the budget for the movie is separate. The ones like yeah, uh, but okay, fine. But whatever, whatever they spent on actually making the movie, they spend again on marketing the movie, which is stupid. Which, of course, is stupid, and they, it doesn't help as much as they think no. it does. Well, no, because it's a waste of like, money. Batman versus Superman. You know what your marketing is? You just do that image of mm-hmm. the Superman logo and then the Batman taking over. That's it. Just go in a couple of scenes. You don't have to do a huge marketing thing. Just people will want to see it. Yeah, but when, that's true, especially now that the Batman franchise has been, was wrapped up, but everybody knows Batman for its... No, I, I, you missed it earlier when we were talking about the first, when the Tim Burton Batman came out. Okay. There was no trailers. Yeah, there was just that, that <laughs> wasn't it that, uh, the black screen with the audio? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was just the Batman slowly, the Bat symbol appearing on a, on a black screen. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Cool. There were mean. just teasers. Yep. Nowadays, they, they show you all the best scenes of the movie, try to entice you to come, and then you go to the movie, and then you watch it, you're like, well, I've seen all these scenes. Well, it's like the new one with uh, uh, Prisoner or whatever, where the, the dad, is, their, their daughters go kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it... They pretty much show you that okay, that the guy they think is the one who kidnapped their daughter, they get they kidnap him to torture him. So you're like, well, I I know pretty much a lot of the story already. So I don't even know what you're talking about. Luckily, because <laughs> I'll, I'll go to that movie. Jackman. And uh, who which movie the, was that new? The uh, James Franco End of the World movie. Oh, mm-hmm. this is the, the end. This is the end. <laughs> they had really good trailers they mm-hmm. because they had some funny parts in the trailer where you're like, oh, that's great. And going into the movie, I was a little worried that that's what it was. That those were the best scenes. Right. No, no way, man. Those, <laughs> those were some of the worst scenes in the entire movie. Yeah. The rest of the movie is pure gold. Yeah. I'm actually going to pre-order that movie. <laughs> mm. That's what I forgot to talk about in um, in our current or our weekend hobby. I saw the new Simon Pegg movie, the uh, the World's End. Oh okay. yeah, it's brilliant! Be- so good. Cornella trilogy. Yeah, it's it it was such a good movie, and again, just like with um, Hot, Fuzz. Hot Fuzz, you do not at all see the the back end coming. Like there's there's a whole story behind the the actual story, like the. In Hot Fuzz, the story is, he's a cop, super cop from the city, no one wants him around because he makes everyone else look bad, so he gets sent to the small town to be a cop there. To go chase down geese. Right. And then there's a whole backstory that you do not see coming, popping out of that. Exactly the same with this movie. This movie, five friends going to retrace their childhood by finishing the pub crawl they couldn't finish. And there's such a there's the such end. a background to it that you do not see coming. But this is the end is also a hard one to like. I like those ones because you can't market it. It's hard to market. Like who are you marketing towards and how you show it as a trailer? Yeah, because you, you can't use dick jokes in a trailer. No, no. Well, same as Cabin in the Woods. Did you ever see Cabin? In the Woods? I actually didn't. I oh, haven't seen that. It's one. a really good one, but it's hard to market it, right? For without giving it away. Right? Again, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. But it's also funny because I was showing Dev this morning. Um, I put on my Facebook. Some guy did a joke trailer of Monty Python's The Holy Grail. He the made it trailer. look like a fantasy action movie. Like a serious movie. Like a movie. serious movie. The, the trailer itself looks awesome. Yeah. It's like hmm. you're going, oh, wow, this is, a, this is a hardcore action sword fighting you know, movie. Not, it, it, anyone who hadn't seen... You know, Monty Python understand it's like a freaking hilarious joke. Would think it's like HBO with Vikings. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, cool, great. Nope. 
<laughs> That's another show I'm waiting for. So to finally come out. It, like I said, the marketing is what show? Sorry, Vikings. Oh, okay. I hear such good things about it. Yeah, that I, narrow. It is. I do hear the. Like I said I find out Hollywood is spending way too much money trying to sell the the movies mm-hmm. afterwards, which I don't think it really works all that well. Buy it now, like DVD. And also, what they end up doing, Hollywood, is they'll they'll take a movie that's like say eighty percent complete, they'll put it into a focus group, and based on how the focus group reacts, yes. they'll change the movie. Yeah, which, which bothers sucks. the shit out of me. Yeah. Because you know, you never know who the people that are picking for this focus group are. Certainly, it's not someone well, like me. The bad, bad one is Lethal Weapon. Remember the Lethal Weapon series? At the the the, the writer Shane Black mm-hmm. at the end of the second one had Mel Gibson's character being killed off. Okay, because that sort of fit where things were going, mm-hmm. right? Focus groups and stuff got in. Well, we can't kill off Mel Gibson, right? So they. Riggs. He, yeah. He's he's the money maker so in, in that it, franchise. So they can end up with having the one with Joe Pesci and the one afterwards. The one with Joe Pesci, I didn't mind. The fourth one was terrible. Yeah. Fucking Renaries, though. She's a horrible she was in the actress. Third one. She was in the third one, too, unfortunately. She wasn't that bad. It's, I don't like her. Jet Li character was useless in the fourth one. Well, he was the main bad guy. Yeah, but it was badly done. Was he the main bad guy or the enforcer? He was or, the, okay, he was the enforcer for the bad guy. There's some, I'm sorry. There's a, that racist fight scene bothers me. Which one? That with the Jelly and Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson would have lost horribly. Right. But you know, he, he's the good guy. He's he has the good to guy. Win. Comes back and old Danny Glover. Danny Glover can kill a predator. He can kill anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's still my favorite of the two Predator movies, though. The second one. Really? Yes. Well, yeah. there's the Arnie one's good, but. I ain't got time to bleed. Come on, man. You can't beat that line. No, the person I liked most, actually, in that movie was uh, the body. With the, the big Roto cannon. Yeah. yeah. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. That's just the body. Man. Yeah, right. He's my favorite character out of that entire movie. <laughs> and it, it was good, but I, I much prefer Predator 2. Predator 2 is by far my favorite of, the, of all the Predator movies. Want some candy? Mm. <laughs> it was, it, I liked it a lot more because you saw more of the Predator... Yeah. And you saw more of the technology being used. Right. And the honor code at the end. Which is neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one issue I have with it is because the fans caught on that friggin' alien head. Yeah. And then because of that, you ended up with the crap of Alien vs. Predator. The the movies, the Alien vs. Predator movies that they've done so far were horrible crap garbage. Yeah. The comic books well, the comic and the graphic books, novels they, they, had, yes, they did. I, I followed those quite. They did a good job. Like they, I, I've gone to use some of my Predator yeah, If they could have done yeah, that yeah. in the movie, that would have been so much better. Definitely. Fully agree. Yeah. But, no, it, it, I'm sure they uh, they wanted to take liberties with it and make the Pred-Alien and all that stuff. Well, like, or, Hollywood well the Pred-Alien's already been visited in like certain video games. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that wasn't really new. Agreed, but it, uh, oh, did you see World War Z? I haven't seen you for a while. No, so. I haven't. Have you seen World War it's Z? It's in my list of uh, oh, okay. to watch. Now that's you, you know, okay, it's nothing to do with the book, right? Just like, you know, I know, and that's what that's what bothers me. Cause I've always heard Rooster Teeth comes has a podcast. I listen to it every week, and they always talked about how good the book was. Yes, and I it was on my list of books to read. Now it's bumped because of these books. No, it's not. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> well, no, now I have just. I have five books, and that's going to take me a year to read. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, now I have six books, that's going to take me a year and a half to read. Because it just grows and grows. But it's... That's what she said. 
The fa- yes, definitely. The uh, the slow zombie the idea is scarier to me than the yeah. fast zombie, and especially well, in the trailers that I've seen, where it was neat how they did it, so they're they're like climbing over each other and trying to climb up a wall of zombies. But the graphics I didn't like in the movie. I don't like the way that they move in the movie in the trailers I've seen. Okay, well the thing to remember is it has nothing to do with the book. The only thing that has to do with the book is the, the title. title. Yeah. So it's the Venn like, diagram. Things that the movie is about, things that the book is about. Zombie the only the only place they inter- intersect is the name. Yeah, everything it's, else is different. It's even further away than Starship Troopers between the book and the movie. Correct, because that was a huge difference. That, yeah, that's a pretty big shift. This is even more so. Yeah, it's, and that the name is the only thing that that exists in both yeah. Van Dyke or both circles. Now, Brad Pitt, when this movie is being made, said that he, that's his last movie he's going to act in. Really? Yes. Until he gets paid a lot of money, I'm sure. Now they're coming out, that they're making a trilogy out of it. Yeah, that's why they changed the ending, apparently, from one of the interviews with him. Yeah, so I'm wondering, is he going to act more? Is he going to continue acting? Or is, like, it's just one of those interesting little things. In the interview that I saw uh, concerning this, he was like, yeah, they changed the ending, and they want to make a trilogy, and I still think it's going to be the last one kind of thing, blah, blah, so... I mean, he seriously doesn't have to act anymore. He's had enough... Oh, he's a multi-billionaire. Yeah. He can live off the royalties of DVD sales, assuming those continue, you know, for life, I'm sure. Well, him and Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. She hasn't made a whole lot of movies. No, but she's made some blockbusters. She has. My favorite movie is still... Hackers that she's in. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, though. Mr. and Mrs. Smith was yeah. also quite good, but Hackers is my favorite movie with her in it. But so useless, like nothing to do, like computers don't work that way. It doesn't matter. Hackers is one of my favorite movies of all time. You command line has been it's, executed. It's the it's the movie that got me into computers. Mm-hmm. Did, you ever, oh, did you ever see, did you ever read Crack.com? Uh, I haven't read it in ages, but... But online, right? Yeah. They have one where they show a real life invasion with a hacker. And they're like, these are the only two people. Okay, take over the security system. Well, wait, the system's booting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, the guards are coming, man. Where's the cameras? I'm still not. I haven't like, even logged in yet. Like, it's like, okay, you need to close down all the doors. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want me to take over the security system or do you want me to take over the door? Like, that's different issues, guys. That's two separate ones. Like, just shut everything down. Whoa, whoa. We need another guy. We, no, this is not connected to the power system. This is, this is just like a, a computer on this. It's not connected to the... I'm still trying to get the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> yeah, like, and then they get, they get all get shot because it's like, real life, uh, dude, it's like, I'm, I'm still trying to, you know, come on. Nonsense! It's all like Terminator yeah, too, yeah, where yeah. you got a kid with a you know yeah. turn off, turn, a, turn, a shut, scheduler. Shut down the elevators. No, no, this is not the same system. The elevator systems are, don't use how about, this. How about live for your die hard? Where oh, he's like, God. would you have a smartphone? Takes a smartphone, opens it up, and he's beep, 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 beep. okay. So I'm in the satellites. And I can see everything. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck, yeah. no. I'm sorry. I'm sure those satellite programs use Java, and that phone does not support Java. <laughs> <laughs> I think Swordfish or, was just swordfish. as bad. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Swordfish had that great scene. Swordfish getting the blowjob? Yes. Yeah, but, but then I also had the, the other great scene where What's-Her-Face, Halle Berry is yeah. sunbathing. I hate Halle Berry. I don't find her at all attractive. Not even the slightest bit. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. I guess. <laughs> I don't like her as Storm, but that's just me. But Well, she's a terrible the... actress to begin with. So therefore, no. heck, yes. She's, she... 
She does bad movies, but she's... No, she's a terrible actress. She cannot act. She's very she wooden a... in her acting. I find her acting very wooden. Really? Yes. And not wooden. she puts no personality into any of her roles. Don't look at X-Men. That was a... Like, she did not... I, no, I looked at every movie. Well, not every, but a lot of movies she's been in. I, I don't like her in that either. You saw it? Yeah. Okay. She's a, she's a terrible actress. But yes, yeah, so it, it's... Well, the thing is, so, like, TV and movies suck for what real computers are like. Like, my favorite ones are ones where, oh, we're being hacked, what do we do? Uh, unplug that cable. <laughs> Jurassic Park. The girl's like, oh. hey, I, give me a second. I, oh, oh it's Unix. It's I Unix based system. Oh, I, I know this. You're Click. 12. You're a 12-year-old girl. What the hell? <laughs> You're managing to take over what the scientists who design, who are working with this, can't do. Ah, oh, I love that book. Jurassic Park as the book was an amazing book. Well, another uh, another one that I always scratch my head on, uh, Independence Day. Yeah, <laughs> I made a virus on a for for a computer that like the planet has not fucking seen or smelled. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, you put it on work. a Mac, you wouldn't even work on PCs. Correct. Which is ninety five percent of the world. You're telling me the aliens have the same sort of clearly they're using Windows three point one <laughs> and. Just, you know, focused on interstellar travel and laser guns. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. Oh, well, it's like the movie Signs. We come all the way, we're aliens, and we come here and water kills us, and we can't open doors. Yeah, how does water kill you when there's moisture in the air? How do you not die the second well, you step off? it's the off? same thing as World Wars. They come down, attack, and then all of a sudden you breach their armor, and right. they die because no, that, of that, That's not so bad. That, that's because, seriously... You have your sealed environment, and, and you are get affected by the bugs. That I can handle. Signs, the water burns them. You come to a planet that's yeah. 70% water. You do realize there's Mars, which is dry. And the, the asteroids, but which Mars are... Mars doesn't have our resources. Or our women. <laughs> <laughs> Mars has moms, supposedly. But that's just... They're not here for our women. Allegedly, Mars actually. needs women. Yeah. <laughs> At least moms. Of the 50-foot variety. Yes. Moms with benefits. <laughs> moms with <laughs> Everyone needs moms with benefits. No. Um, but, so yeah. So, like, I, no, like, the original War of the Worlds, I can understand because it's micro, but they had their sealed environments. So that works. It's like us going to another... Well, what was right. the point of them coming to the planet? What were they taking? Our resources? Ray Poupon. I don't even remember what the original War of the Worlds was about. You don't know what... You never found out what they were here for. I remember the TV show. You never found... In the book, you never... They never talked... Because how the hell do you know what they're here for? You don't, because they're not explaining it. They're just coming in and killing people. So you don't know what they're here for. That's the way to do it, right? It could have been a training exercise. Yeah. Go see those guys. They got stones and sticks. It should be easy. Oh, mission, mission one. I'll take this one. Yeah, okay, mission one. My first guy. Go, oh, guys. Okay, I'll build up my forces. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is great. No, no, no. The apes, the apes have taken us over. <laughs> yeah. Replay that mission on another world. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, now they have our attack. Um, quick wipe it so the supervisor doesn't see what I did. <laughs> How was your training missions? Oh, good, good, good. Just told Mork not to do it, but he just went behind my back <laughs> and he's on and failed. Don't worry, I killed him. I killed him just for you. You'll never, you'll never have to hear this mistake again. <laughs> That'd be funny to cut to the you know re- remake of 
War of the Worlds, you're cutting some kid and sitting on the bench going, oh crap, man! Oh no! Funny stuff, crap. So that's Phil's wearing a Transformer shirt, too. Is he? Phil's, yeah. Oh, so you're, oh, you're just chest. not you're not staring at his chest, but you'll stare at mine. Well, I didn't see him because he was beside me. Nice, usual bots. I like it. Classic ones. And Got it from the uh, recent Comic Con, mm-hmm. along with the uh, many expressions of Spock, which is exactly the same face <laughs> with different emotions <laughs> attached to it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Anger. It's kind of like Zoolander like, with uh, with all of his different looks. Or Captain Oh! <laughs> I am also wearing a recent Comic Con shirt. Nice. Cool. Nice. Right oh! For new movies, Devram, I want yes. to talk to you about one. Oh, the new Star Wars movie? No, 47 Ronin. I, I want to see it. I have the original somewhere, I haven't been able to find it. Yeah, the, the, we, the we, real Japanese Yeah, the original Japanese movie. Hey, look, there's dragons and demons and gods. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell the new, the new movie's about, but I'm still going to go see it when it comes out. Start car chase. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave, but before I go, did you guys hear the rumors of the new Star Wars movie? I not, the, not the new trilogy. The fact they want to do origin stories for Bubba Fett, yeah, and so yeah, and Yoda. they're they're gonna do those between the trilogy. So they're gonna produce a trilogy, and then they're gonna do a pre uh, 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 origin. Yeah, and then so it'll be like the movies will be offset by a year each. That's some good milking. So annoying. <laughs> why is that annoying? Like, why do you need an origin story on Bella Fett? You already know. Except the origin, correct? The actual quote unquote origin story of Boba Fett, the one they did in the prequels. The what? Is garbage. Exist? Yeah, the ones that don't exist. Are not wow. true at all. So we want to see the true origin story of Boba Fett, not this garbage they put out. So it's all allegations and lies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the slave, because it was a slave Mark II that he had, right? The slave II, like his yeah. ship. Yeah. I was. Where was that? Was that the Star Wars exhibit? The one exhibit? that I missed. Yeah, well, it's still open. Is it really? I yeah, thought it was. October. It, it, yeah, it's oh, it's like, October. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Um, it was interesting. It's fun, but I believe they said that it was a slave one. It is Slave 1, actually. No, you're right. I, I, His I ship remember, is Slave 1. I remember it being a Slave 2. Nope. Slave no, one. Slave 1. Slave 1. What was a Slave 2, then? That, that, was, that, was, that was the Princess Leia lookalike he had in the back. <laughs> um, the actual origin story of Han Solo and how he, met, how he meets Chewbacca is captured in a series of extended universe books called The Corporate Sector. Yeah. Hmm. I'm the sorry. trilogy of which I have, and it's incredible. Didn't they turn around and say that none of the extended universe... Is real and well, yeah. Let's no, they did not. Let's make Chewbacca be originally involved with Yoda no, and stuff like that. From the, it's like, well, then why the fuck? How the what, none of these people fucking remember? It's like, thing I see three the, the droids. Well, exactly. It's like, like, hey, well, the droids at least you can you can wipe their minds. No, no, but so they would have no memory. Yes, but Darth Vader. Hey, that looks like the droid I made when yeah, I was a kid. It's bullshit. And how do you make? A droid yourself that you created, which happens to be part of a mass-produced lineup of 3PO droids. Like, that the whole... Anything to do with the fucking prequels is such bullshit garbage that you have to flush it from your mind like it didn't exist. I watched episode one this week. I enjoyed it. It's garbage. What? It's I the worst it. movie ever made. I, uh, the version birth and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, and so, the, and the, and I was making tons of rape jokes about that. <laughs> rape is not something to joke about, but I'm sorry. Whenever the force impregnates your mom, I'm pretty sure that's rape. <laughs> I'm pretty, that's the definition of rape. It's non-consensual. It was forced. 
And then she was mind wiped. Maybe, who knows? The Metachlorians could. I called that a noosel. But, <laughs> but no, it was, it, I was sitting there and I was, I was talking to one of my buddies that came over. He brought the DVD over. and He owns it? Yeah, he owns it. I, you can't buy the DVDs anymore. Sure I don't want to. Not sure you can. You can they're, only buy the Blu-ray. Discs. They're buried beside the E.T. Yeah. cards exactly. from Atari. I see the freaking sales. Hey, got, here, you want the Star Wars Christmas special too? No! But in the movie, that like, I was trying to explain to my friend, it's like, oh, Jedi's have super hearing, they've got super strength, uh, super strength, super speed, and stuff like that. They, they don't. Yeah, they do. They can, in, in short bursts, they do. And that's why, and like, and then because in all the video games they do, you have like the, the speed run and stuff like that. And in the movie, there's a scene where they jump out of a vent, or they, it's like they're being shot, and all of a sudden like, the bigger droids show up, and this is the very first five minutes of the movie, and they run down the hall. And I'm like, oh yeah, because Jedi's have super speed; they're better than vampires. Later and on they the can movie, see the whenever Qui Gon Jinn is fighting uh, Darth Maul, and they're running, and all of a sudden it's like that that laser field that comes open. It's like. Why are they just running at normal speed? Why don't they run at full Jedi speed? There's so many problems with that movie. So much bullshit. Also, yeah, like, I can't believe, villain, I can't believe you're Federation. dissecting that but, movie. I, I, it was a fun... It wasn't fun. It, Sorry, yeah, I, not for me. I hated it like from the start to the end. I hated it. You can dissect and pull apart the original three movies... For being, for having horrible scenes in them, they just make no sense. They were made in the seventies. What do you expect, man? They yeah, didn't have everybody's. Uh, everybody Actually, no, remembers no, them Voyager as being grandiose, amazing. Yes, no, no. and they were. But they they were. Jar, Jar Binks. End of story. C three PO. Yeah, three PO is awesome. C three PO and Jar Jar Binks were both made as as comic characters. Yes, yeah, like one slight difference though. C three PO was not some ultra racist character. There's I, I don't, several ultra characters in the first in those movies. In in the new trilogy, yes. yes. In the original trilogy, no. Agree. And but it's like the, the Trade Federation. Those are all Asians. Are all yes. Asians. That's, that's what I showed that told that to my friend first at the beginning of the movie. Every time they spoke, he turned to me and wanted to stab me. Because <laughs> Did he, just, he ruined it for him? Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no big racism thing in four, five, and six because every like ninety nine percent of the of the cast is yeah. white male. That's right. Well, you don't know because that's all are. that's left once you start eradicating all the other races. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the stormtroopers are all dressed in white. That's right. I like this, the, the 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 episode one, two, and three because oh, of the lightsaber garbage. fights. Oh, I find that was garbage. You need more lightsaber fights. Lightsaber. Wait, no. First movie, Yoda. Well, not third, third one or second one. It's lightsaber. Third. It's third. Lightsaber. Not important. It's not. That doesn't like define you as a Jedi. Agreed. But to be a, when you're a Jedi, then you can build, nope. you hone it, and then you build a lightsaber. In in the background to the original trilogy, Yoda is a, a Jedi who never used a lightsaber. Oh, really? Never yeah. used never a lightsaber, used not he once. But that must have been from the expanded universe. Yeah. No. So. No, it is. Of course, it is because it's. it's that was never explained. I <laughs> you know it's in the first book from the movies, the gaming book about the movies. Yes, it's it, it's from the source book trilogy. Okay. Or sorry, it's from the movie. Trilogy source book for the game for the West End games. Yoda D6, did not do force Star Trek. Oh, Star Wars lightsaber. He was force. He was sensitive and he, all that. He was purely a force user. But he's like, no, no, that's that's minor. That's fighting hand to hand. That's mm-hmm. not what it's all about. That's his teachings. He, if you look at what he's teaching, he's not about how to use a sword. Yeah, he's not about combat. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff that he teaches Luke on on Dagobah, none of that's combat related. Nope. It's true, he tells you don't bring the lightsaber in. Right. Yeah. 
So That's right, robot chicken just run out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just can't stop thinking of the Family Guy and robot chicken. Oh my god. The, 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 the Family Guy is really funny. It's the only Family Guy I'll ever watch. Yeah, yeah. It's the Star Wars trilogy. Now, I still maintain that to ensure that sales and everything else and lunchboxes and toys and all that stuff could have been produced from the Star Wars universe, you never really see what Jedi and Sith folk can do. No. Like, you can move a little apple and and do stupid shit like that around. Well, what the hell? Why am I not seeing any Sith or Jedis tearing people apart limb by limb and shit? Like, that's absolutely ridiculous, and, like, you, you no, will never see the full potential of what those, no, those forces can do. Rating. No, absolutely, and that's part of the reason why, although you don't get that either, uh, Force Unleashed is probably really my only well, most favorite Star Wars piece It was also because in the movies, and I'm talking to only three, because to me, the other ones are crap. The first movies... All the Jedi are dead. Yeah, there so are no Jedi. So you're not really sure what they're capable of. It's not that doesn't that doesn't stop Vader from tearing everybody apart right well, away from the, on that Corvette. I'm sorry, he's got that. He's got a choking fetish. He does. He does. So well, that so, doesn't so it's a bad that, thing. He doesn't have to tear. That people doesn't apart satisfy him. my bloodlust. <laughs> he doesn't need to. He's got. The, he's he's not a stormtrooper. That's what the lower peons are for to kill people. He's there to then he's not enjoying it enough and deserves to fucking die. <laughs> or the Emperor. Emperor's leading the entire galaxy. Sure. He's like, yeah, he's fuck. a fucking pussy, too. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> my hands dirty. <laughs> I don't get, like, how like how you get to be, you know, essentially that world's he's equivalent of fucking corn, and you don't fucking enjoy it? Like, that's fucking ridiculous, man. I know Vader's not enjoying choking people. I mean, seriously. He could uh, get he, he, I know, he, I he certainly does. enjoy choking he, people. Maybe he chokes himself, too. He just, you can oh, hear oh, his breathing oh, change oh, when he does it. It gets a deeper oh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's is your yes. kid really more now? Dark? You're choking my yes because I'm upset at you. <laughs> but, but, For the fourth <laughs> beam thing. Uh, I can still breathe though, sir. Oh wait, that hurts a lot now. Okay. <laughs> my favorite thing that's come out for any of the movies, and I'm not just talking about the original three or the newer three, the robot chicken scene where it's like where they give Jar Jar Binks <laughs> mortality. Darth Vader kills Jar Jar Binks because he's pissing him off. He comes back as one of the ghosts. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yay, and you know, we could be for it. We could be friends forever. <laughs> he's just like, no. <laughs> I like the one that we're, you know, Darth calls up the Emperor because he lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what? You were, oh, man. One of my, I had a few more payments for that. One of my favorite parts of uh, the robot chicken takes were uh, at the end of uh, episode six, you've got. That startup blows up, and everybody's on Endor, partying it up, and the whole thing, and then you've got massive chunks of metal squishing everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. First, I like it, yeah, and the Family Guy one, though, is, so there's this one slight problem with the port. What? Well, can we fix it? Well, yeah, could we put a piece of plywood on there? Well, it's not aesthetically pleasing. All right, well, just fix it. Well, budget is no object. Well, okay. <laughs> it's whenever they whenever they're shooting escape pods and they're like, should we shoot that one? Nah, we <laughs> they yeah, try yeah, just yeah. by the laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't do the words. budgetary. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I must be heading out. Cool. Right. It's good to see you again. We will and, nice. and maybe one day we'll actually throw some dice. I like throwing dice. We will set something up for uh, role playing or 
board games or... I still gotta, I gotta beat you. In the military thing? Yes. What? what? Militarily? Yes, you still have to beat me. Yes. Well, he's got the kid already, so he beat I need a bar of soap to do that, though, but... <laughs> I don't know um, what the hell we're talking about now. What, what just for, happened? Well, we haven't finished the orcs versus the... Uh, We've played two games now. We've never been able to finish them. We've never finished, because Patsy has gotten too tired and kicked me out of the Right. Do what I say. Guys, it's 11 o'clock at night. I have to work early in the morning. Leave. <laughs> I'm old and grumpy. You need your beauty sleep. Thank you for the books. Phil, I'll run them to you. Cool, man. Yeah, they are, they are a good series. That, okay. Those 40K... Space Marine Battles books are really well done, for the most part. Yeah. Um, Hunt for Valdoris, I'm not a big fan no, of. Not the bad, uh, but the one with the Crimson Fist was good. Hell's Reach is probably the best. Yeah. Um, the Fight for the Fang is really good. The Iron Hands one is really good. Um, there's a new one now, too, isn't there? There's like two that just came out in the last six months. Okay. Have you uh, worry up to on the Horus Heresy one? I am at uh, Angel Exterminatus. I'm almost at the end. That's the one with uh, Fulgrim? No. We get Fulgrim's Fulgrim, there. Yeah. Ful- Fulgrim and the Iron Perturbo Hands? Per, yeah, yeah Perturbo. Yeah. yeah, Fulgrim, I... Yeah. He's weird. Yeah. It's a hard one to write about because of Slanesh and stuff like that, so we can understand where it's, it's hard to write that sort of weirdness into it. Okay, here's the, here's the, the, the thing that, uh, that, that kind of throws me for a loop. Um, Warhammer 40k versus Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. Warhammer 40k, uh, between the time when the Horus, sorry, when the Crusades started, mm-hmm. and the, um... Heresy started? No, sorry, between the time that the Earth was being cleansed of, uh, the Unification Wars, yeah. so right before, uh, right before the Primarchs were created. That, that was when the Eldar um, had the birth of Slanesh. Yes. So that's 30,000, like 25,000-ish. However, Slanesh is a god in Warhammer Fantasy. Yes. So Warhammer Fantasy cannot have come before and be the build-up to 40k. Different world. They are. They're, technically, they're separate worlds yes. that don't collide. The other way to look at it is... Time has no meaning in... Time has no meaning. No, but Slanesh is different, though. Slanesh, there's actually a physical birth of Slanesh. I know, but that kills off the Yeah, before the birth, there can be no Slanesh. But, it's possible that Earth, or uh, the humanity loses the war, and now everyone goes back to the Dark Ages, Middle Ages, on Earth. Yes. And that's where you get the rise of Warhammer Fantasy. But, is actually the continuation of Warhammer 40k right. after the collapse. Right. That, that's one way to look at it. Or you look at it as their separate worlds. Yeah. But actually, that makes sense because it's the future. War, and Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy is not the past, it's the future because we lose everything. And, 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 the, and the weird thing about it is that in fantasy, there are actually there are more than just the, the four chaos gods. Well, it's, there's also that. There's, a chaos, there's also the Skaven. Yeah, the Skavens have their own god. Which No, but the Skaven don't exist in the original, like in old times, there's no Skaven. They come about because they meet the Skaven race in the Empire. Right? Because they meet the, the Skaven or aliens they encounter in, in the Imperium, in the Warhammer 40k. Like, during their expansion, they run across, they're Skaven uh, snipers and stuff, but they're, they're an alien race. Right? No, they're called Ratmen, and they're, they're mutated from Earth. Yeah, but, okay, but again, 
No, they're not. They're 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 they not mutated from Earth. They're sorry. Yes, they're, they are colonized. Um, I don't. Same as the Ogre so. were modified for different worlds. Right. Ratmen are not from Earth. They're not from Earth in the Warhammer 40k universe. I I think we'll need to check our sources on that. But yeah. okay. So what I'm saying then that actually goes to show because there's Ogrim and Raven and Skaven and stuff like that on Warhammer Fantasy mm-hmm. that it's a world set much after the Imperium collapses. It doesn't actually actually be Earth, right? Like it's just what they called the planet after a while. I'm looking at you with incredulity. I, know, I think you're crazy. Do I have my Warhammer 40k? The problem with that is Warhammer Fantasy actually references real European cities, real European so cultures. Yeah, but there's cycles in everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so like I said, it's just part of your history, and if you start calling it this, well, that's, you know, because it's, it's not quite the same name, it's a little bit different. Right. Right. My uh, super limited knowledge of uh, Warhammer Fantasy will not add to this conversation <laughs> very much. <laughs> well, fantasy is what we all started with, so... Yeah, well, that's... Those, yeah, we didn't do the... Space Hulk or... Well, that's because 40K didn't... Like, it existed, but we weren't involved in the battles aspect of Warhammer Fantasy. We We were playing the role-playing game. Yeah, yeah. Our race of man-sized, anthropomorphic rat creatures. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They're introduced as a new chaos chaos race in 1980. In the background, setting the scheme are described as a client-based society. Yeah, but that's Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, hang on a second. That's an old set of rules. Yes. In fact, uh, that would have been part of the first miniatures I ever painted. Uh, was D and D. Yeah, me too. Had about fifteen or so of them, kind of thing. I just had my one guy. Two. No, I was I was a big fan of uh, the uh, Wace and Hickman books. Uh, the whole Dragonlance thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pretty much played all the SSI gold boxes. In fact, I would still play Pools of Darkness if I could. Yeah. It it was such an excellent game. And, like, being able to get to level 40, dual-classing humans. (laughs) Man, you had some powerful characters at the end of that. I found that magic was way too overpowered, though. I was insane. Like, everything was dual-classed wizard for me. Like... (laughs) What? It's a ranger or paladin with the ability to chuck, like, meteor swarms? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I remember I, at one point I got bogged down in Pools of Radiance. Not Pools of Radiance. What, what was the last one that came out? Darkness was the fourth one. Pools of Darkness, yeah. And um, that was, you were inside a giant's body or something? There was, there like was a corpse? A, uh, there was a, a god of, I'm not quite sure, right. I can't remember. Uh, its body was straight up in space and you had to, like, navigate yeah. the body yeah. inside and out. I got to that awesome. point and, and just gave up. Because for that, some reason I couldn't get through it. That was, uh, actually it was kind of tricky. At some point, though, if I remember correctly, you had to go through the cardiac system and that's pretty much your way out. Okay. And because you could get, uh, sucked into different, uh, I'm thinking of the French word there, I guess. Uh, but, uh, as you would get sucked into different flows of veins and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you would, like, be brought back, essentially, to the beginning. Right. So you had to time it so that you were in safe zones when blood flow yeah. would happen, okay. and that way you could actually get to the end of it. 
but that's actually pretty close to the end. You, you know, had only a few hours, I'm sure, left of game. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was really awesome. The different worlds, including, like, you know, you're traveling inside a god in space. <laughs> that, that was, that took it to me. Yeah, SSI put out a lot of really, really good games back in the day. Like, all of their, um, uh, crap, what the hell was it called? The World War II tactical... Shit. It was Eric's favorite game. Steel, not, not Steel Panther, not Steel Legion, um... Panzer Creek? No. Oh, Panzer General. Panzer General, yeah, Panzer yeah, General, yeah. yeah. Oh, we should say goodbye then. Well, a bunch of the stuff I'm going to cut out anyway. Yeah, but exactly. So, like all the downtime so between you looking stuff. Yeah, okay. So we'll just say good night and thanks for listening, as yeah, always. Exactly, guys. It's been fun. Thanks for coming out, Phil. Uh, yeah, I don't know if our next episode is going to be the uh, the movie episode, but potentially or a gaming one or it might be a gaming one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Ciao.